Moody, the A-Rap barber out of Ann Arbor, Michigan, 24 years old, barber for a lot of athletes at the University of Michigan, uh, seven-time award-winning barber, 2021 Rookie of the Year finalist for uh, Connecticut Barber Expo. Yeah, what's, going on? Damn. what's the deal? We're back, baby. We back. It's you been know a minute. It's been a so, Moody, you don't even know this, sure. but we we actually took a month off, um, just because we had a crazy ass work schedule. We were gonna just be fucking burnt out if we if we uh, did all this collectively. So, would have been some lame ass pods for sure. I, did, I, mean? I did see like you guys haven't posted in the minute. yeah. No, we we, like, we kind of yeah we took a break or? just to kind of like button everything up and then kind of rebrand. We were focused on the clothes, the totes, and everything like that. Um, Got some photo shoots out did, the way. Yeah, been just shooting content up. so so in october the plan is to just really like hit the ground running and just be like posting every fucking day and, and you, know. you know how it'd be with your favorite artists you know they kind of disappear you'd be like hold on where bro go yeah, yeah. now they looking for us <laughs> right. you know they don't give you enough time to talk about it yes, you know sir. what i'm saying they now they looking bit. for us but know? yes this is uh this is uh the my process part two you know if you guys tuned in for part one you know that we like to go to uh local artists you know anybody who really inspires us and interview them and we we Rather than them coming to us, we like to go to their location and kind of see what what their environment looks like. So today we have Moody, who is an unbelievable hairstylist, barber. You know, you've like therapist. you said, in the, huh? barbers are therapists. Bro. Barbers are right. therapists, right? Bro, you be feeling like That's trash. Right. You get that lineup. You get the Steve right. Harvey spray. Nigga, be smooth. Just oh, got man. out of surgery. Type. I deal. seen a post the other day. They're doctors. Money don't change me. My haircut do it. Oh God, bro! I saw the same exact one. I saw the same exact one. I was like, yeah, bro. I feel completely different today. I was like, it's the haircut. Yeah. Andy, see me walk around like a wolf man for like a month and a half. Got a haircut. He said, bro, you look like five years younger. Literally. He looks like he was 23 again. Yeah, bro, I want to go be seen, bro. Yeah. For I real. Be outside. Oh, I God, hear you, bro. man. I hear God, you. Man. So, yeah, well, we're just going to, you know, ask you some questions and kind of let you take the reins here. You know, we want to hear about your story. Um, so let's let's kind of start at the beginning. Like, what what really made you, like, gravitate to cutting hair? Like, what, uh, what was that moment like where you were like, I want to do this? Bro, so, like, I never... I never was really not. I wouldn't say not good at school, but like school never was just like interesting for me. I feel you. Like mm -hmm. I could do the work, but it just never. Like I was always felt like I was forced. I uh, yeah. So I and fully. I knew I wasn't going to college, bro. Like I, bro, I come from poverty, so like mm -hmm. my family couldn't afford me going to college. Say and that. I was just Real like, shit. What the hell? So my stepdad and my two uncles and my grandpa always been mechanics and collision. Like they do body work. So honestly, it was either going that route. Or it was taking going to school, being in debt to either be a dentist or like a travel nurse. And right. I had a guidance counselor in high school who really inspired me. So I was like, if I was to go to school, I'd have three things I would go to school for. And if I didn't, I would really only learn. I would want to learn how to be a mechanic. So it was it was 2016 at the time. I remember. Yeah, it was 2016. I think I was I was a junior at that time. I think I was a junior, something like that. The dude that was cutting my hair at the time, shout out AB. He's like one of my mentors in life. Mm -hmm. Just like outside of cutting hair, if I got anything going on in life and I needed to talk to or whatever, I just go straight to him, honestly. And it was the first actual barber expo being hosted out in Michigan and Detroit. And me and my uncle went to go support him. Like we've been cutting with him for a minute, whatever. And I ended up being a, a model for a barber from Miami. His name is Mo Miami Barber. Okay. Bro, this dude is like as as more as I kept tapping in into the industry, bro. This dude has like over eighty first place trophies. Wow, 
in the same expo. So he's no, like he's all, that guy. all over, bro. Like so he's, he's that really dude. him. He's really like, him. He's like, bro. I've seen him do shit. Excuse me. We. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's free rent money. Fuck yeah. You can. Bro, I seen shit that he's done. I was like. What the fuck? Right. Like, how the fuck can you do this? Is it like phone? designs or? Bro, it's designs like, and he'll only compete. Well, from what I've seen him compete in, it's always like freestyle. So like he'll get his model. And what's super dope about him is like, he'll come not unprepared, but he won't come with the model. So like when you don't come with the model to a, to a competition, you're kind of right. like putting yourself up for failure. Right. Because, like, sure. you want to come to these expos with somebody that you know how the hair texture is. You don't want somebody that has... Like, you've ever seen a dude with waves and everything, but he just don't got a straight hairline because you got yeah. a colleague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't know who you'll run into, and you better hope there's somebody that's going to give you a chance to cut their hair. Right. So I, I seen him. Uh, he needed the model, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just about to be a model. Yeah. And I got on the stage, bro, and it was just like... With so much of being competitive with everybody you can just like feel the love that other barbers were given other barbers that are going against each other. Right. And it was Absolutely. so crazy, bro. Cause like when you're going against somebody, it's like, Hey, it's like kill or be killed. Not nah, for real. But it, over there it was like, it was super dope. So it's like a sense of community. Yeah, bro. It was yeah. nothing but love. Yeah. And what I can remember is I used to love going to the barbershop. Hell yeah. As a kid, bro, I can tell you, I've never cried getting a haircut. I don't think I have either. Like, no, I used no. to put on the crispiest outfit to go to the barbershop. <laughs> I swear to God, like, when I was a kid, because yeah. my, uh, my older uncle, he took care of me. So, like, every two weeks, getting a cut. Like, I used to be one of the only kids in Ann Arbor, bro, going to school with designs. In my mm-hmm. I, I remember that. You know, so I, I remember like, having my, my name in my head, yeah, and I thought know, it was like, the it was coldest shit ever. And going to school with, like, the white folks, they'd yeah, be like, oh, what the yeah, hell is right, this? Yeah. So I'd be like, yo, this shit is <laughs> tough. Oh, God, I live this. Yeah, I know right. exactly what you yeah, mean. Fantastic so, Sam's ain't doing that, so, unfortunately. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm about to pursue cutting hair. Yeah. See where it takes me. So from 2016 till 2018, uh, I used to, well, I graduated in 2017. So from 2016 to 2017 in high school, mm-hmm. excuse me, I used to drive every single day after school to Southwest Detroit. Wow. To just know, like, South West, no, that's South like West, an bro, hour and like a half. 45, it's, yeah. it's, it's a 45 from my house. Yeah. And Skyline, my high school is 15 minutes away from my Shout house. Shout out so Skyline. It's literally an hour away, bro. Yeah. Shout out Skyline, too. Shout out Skyline, for sure. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me just go. Let me learn. Let me see if I really want this before I get out of high school. You know, yeah. I got a year left, whatever. Let me just see. So I used to go sweep the floors and I used to just watch them cut. Then I just started gravitating. Like, people used to see me every day coming to, like, Clients that come every two weeks, they'll see me sweeping up the floor. It was conversation to conversation. And it was just just nothing but love. So I was like, you know what? Let me pursue cutting hair. And I ended up finishing high school, went to barber school. But uh, I didn't, like, that was super tough. Barber school was tough? Barber school wasn't tough. It was just being a barber. Making the decision to be a barber was just, like, it was tough because... At that time, man, it's uh, like my mom disagreed with me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she would go back and forth. She'd be like, "No, nah, like what are you doing? Uh, cutting hair is nothing. Like you won't ever make it in life." Yeah, and everything. Yeah. So it was like, it it did hurt a little bit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. And I I tell like I have this conversation with a lot of people. Like not not doing this just for the pot or mm-hmm. whatever, but it kind of sucked. And like, I didn't get no support really from my fam when I chose to be a barber. Like, mm-hmm. the only two people that supported me was my uncle. He used to be, like, my test dummy. 
I used to fry him. So yeah, that was my that was my next question. Like who who stepped up to get the first the first couple of Was it ever like a patch? Like a bad patch. So listen, I've never given a bad haircut. Like I just never gave the crispiest. No, I feel you. But I've never gave somebody a haircut where they had to go bald the next day. Yeah, yeah. Or like, okay, well, you, a win is yes, a win. Yeah. So it wasn't like, it wasn't a like they just had to go pay for a haircut, but yeah. they didn't have to cut anything off or get right. it fixed, whatever. Right. And uh, my aunt actually bought me my first pair of official uh, clippers when I was a senior in high school. Okay. So like that was like my first official pair, and how I, I don't even use them like that. Like I just kind of have them, and I'm just like keep them to the yeah, side. Yeah, they're, they're super dope. I look yeah. at them, turn them on here and there, and uh, but I understood where my mom was coming from. You know, like we had back and forth arguments. Uh, damn, I really got kicked out the house for being a barber. Mm-hmm. Word. But I understood where she was coming from because I'm first generation born here, so like my family came here with nothing. Right. Yeah. So like. She just didn't want to see me fail in life. Right, right, you right. Know, and yeah. as a parent, you never want to see your child fail in life. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm not a parent, but I can, I have siblings and I don't want to see them fail in life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I understood where she was coming from. It was just like, oh, you won't make a career. Cause let's be real, growing up, it was $15 a cut. $10 no, a big facts. Yeah. $10, $7 yeah. for sure. But for sure. now that I am in the industry and regardless of like cutting hair, it's, not, I wouldn't say it's easy to be a six-figure barber, but if you put in the work, it's pretty easy to be a six-figure barber. Yeah, yeah. and it's I more than just cutting hair, bro. Like I go to these shows, and uh, like there's people that don't cut hair at all, and they just be there. And no, they're just educators for big brands, and they're sponsored by these big brands. They get flown out for the weekend to do these shows, and they probably cut one or two days out of the whole week. And they're not cutting 20 people a day. They're probably cutting... Yeah. Like three, four people? Three, four, five, six people. They're max. almost like barber influencers in a way. And then it's like, like they got social media that pays for them. Yeah. They got the company that's paying for them. Yeah. And it's like... It's a different game now. Bro, it's so different. But yeah. because we're so used to seeing barbers just stick together. Yeah. Like not stick together. We see barbers just stick in the shop and not expand. Yeah. So they kind of limit themselves to growing. Yeah. Like, Especially you get you get your weekly pay, you get your, your yeah, daily then, pay. Yeah. You're not really worried about nothing else. You'd be so. like, all right, I'm cool. I'm about to settling. Go. Bro, settling. Bar- listen, barbers we spend a lot of money on dumb shit. Yeah. I swear to God, like we might make four or five hundred bucks a day. But ask us the next morning when we wake up, depending on what day of the week it is. <laughs> I swear to God, no. Saturday comes bro. out you better hope the barber doesn't have a big ass family because yeah. some barbers, bro, and I know them, they're buying J's every weekend. Yeah. And I they got like two, it. three kids. Yeah. yeah. So he's working all day Saturday just to pay for his J's and his kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we that. spend money on dumb shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm listen, I'm one of them, but what do you think is the dumbest thing that you done bought? Like where you look at it now, where you be like, dog, why the fuck did I do this? Bro, shoes. I have the same problem. Yeah. Like, I'm as much as I shoes. love shoes, I'd be like, bro, this is so stupid. Like, I was moving the other day, and I moved a bunch of shoes, and I'm just like, the fuck do I need all this for? <laughs> no, but then again, it's like, listen, that. I got clothes. I got shoes that I don't have clothes for, and I have clothes bro, that I don't yeah. have shoes for. Yeah, and I'm bro, just bro. like, it's annoying. So now every time I move out and shit, I'll be like, all right, I'll call my family like, hey, what size does your son yeah, wear? Yeah, right. What size does your husband wear? Like, I need this shit out of my face. No, like, I, feel I don't even want it. Because I'm going to yeah, keep no, buying shoes. Yeah, like, I'm going to keep buying them. Every time they drop a pair of ones or dunks, I'm yeah. really on See, it. See, I'm glad yeah. you said that. All right, give me your top three shoes right now. Just top three off top. Off top, I've been rocking the dunks heavy. Yeah. Bro. 
What colorway is your favorite? Color? Every color. Yeah. Which, which what are the ones you're wearing right now? Uh, those I are clean. I actually got these in Vegas. I got. I think they were called like Polar Ice or something. Yeah. yeah those, those are those are super clean. They were I love fire, that blue. Bro. Uh, I had the pandas. I turned those into my work shoes. Yeah. yeah. I just don't they make know. fun of me all the time because I work in all type of shit, bro. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't work sure. in all type of like, bro. Sometimes I pull like a long ass day. Yeah. yeah. Like the other day, I was wearing some three fifties. The most uncomfortable pair of shoes. Really? 350s and the Yeezy Slides are the most uncomfortable pair of shoes that Yeezy I have. Yeezy Slides, like, really? See, my most comfortable pair of shoes that I wear to work are the Yeezy like 500s. The five. You, you feel yeah. me? The 500s. <laughs> so comfortable, I, tell, I tell everybody, the 500s are the most comfortable pair yeah. of Yeezys. Yeah. I haven't put the 700s on. 700s are super comfortable. I mean, you see these, they're beat up. Pairs. I wear these all the time. Actually, no, I actually do got one pair of 700s. Yeah. They're pretty comfy. But yeah. the 500s, it's different. Fire. Yeah. That, that slide in fire. and no lace. And so yeah, I haven't tried those. Foot, bro. I haven't tried those. Fire. And uh, you can't really mess them up. No, you can't. You said the 350s are the worst, like the worst shoe. In my opinion, they're the worst. Yeah. So I feel I about know. the Jordan 8s. Like, I would get home from school after wearing the 8s and just, like, want to burn the shoe. I had one pair that, of 8s. They're too flat. I had one pair of 8s just because I feel like it was a nigga necessity. Yeah. Like, I had to get the Aquas. The Aqua 8s, like, of course. Yeah, had you had first, to. It was a must. My first pair of J's, and, bro, because, like, I couldn't afford shoes growing up. Yeah. Like, no, if, yeah. if I had a pair of shoes, bro, it was like, I'm wearing it for the whole year. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. And I then I get like snow boots, but I never owned a pair of Tim's a day in my life. Word. Yeah. I swear to God. It used to always be the Payless boot. I feel you. Yeah. I've had those too, though. You know, like, I'll be real like that. Uh, as I got to high school, Polo had their run. Mm -hmm. Like the big yeah, face yeah, yeah. Polo. Yeah, Polo yeah, boots, yeah, yeah. Cargo So, like, that used to be it. But we'll, we'll shift back to this. But going back to cutting, uh, I started. So, I did two years before I actually started cutting here. So mm -hmm. like 2018, of uh, I started at a barbershop in Ann Arbor, and I'm not gonna name drop it, but I just it just didn't fit for me because I I felt that if I stayed in that shop, I wasn't gonna be no, I was gonna go nowhere in my. Feel like yeah. it wasn't gonna grow. Yeah, because and then the, like I've seen the guys. There's nothing wrong with barbers cutting hair for 10 plus years in the shop, but I just seen where their life was heading. That's real. And it's you usually wanna, like you gotta be around when you people. when you take a step back and you look at all right. How's this person moving? How's this person moving? And you're in the same environment as them. You're most likely going to get caught in their environment. And you're going to move just like them. Mm -hmm. You know, so like nothing against those guys. Everybody moves different. Everybody, people are comfortable in life, bro. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I knew what I had to do. So driving uh, driving to Southwest was like the biggest thing because I got to learn from the OGs that have been cutting here. And I don't care what anybody says. Puerto Rican people are the coldest barbers, bro, yeah. oh, on yeah. this planet. Bro, yeah. listen, bro. They are. I, bro, listen. They, they I, are. Yeah. Puerto Rican bro. barbers? Yeah. No, it's they're different. They're, they're, Puerto they're Rican different barbers breed. are fire. Yeah. It's different. Like bro. Hispanic barbers in general, but yeah. I don't know, bro. Puerto Rican barbers. And like, the razor work is crazy. crazy. Bro, they got yeah, the art side. They got out in the Arizona. fade side. And it's like everything. So I went over there, and it was another OG. His name is, uh, they used to call him Pinky. OG dude too. And he he gave me a lot of game. He was like that OG that was super tough. And like he gave you that tough love. But yeah. like deep down, he really cared about you. Yeah. Yeah. And he helped me out too. And it was just like, bro, pick it up. You know, pick it up, see how you like it. If you don't like it, he started telling me, he's like, if you don't like it, just say you at least tried. Yeah. But that's real. So I learned the game for two years. But cutting hair is like super difficult because like you can learn, you can see what it does, but you really don't know what it does till you put it into action like i might tell you hey this clipper does this but i can only see 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know what it really does till I have to till I do it on somebody yeah. else's head, yeah. you know. Uh so I ended up going to barber school and in barber school, I really didn't so barber school is like it's like five bucks a haircut. But you know most of the time you're guaranteed to get fried. Mm-hmm. Like you're done. Yeah. So it used to always be like homeless people or older people that couldn't afford a haircut. Mm-hmm. And in barber school, I straight up told myself because you had to have hours of cutting on the clinical floor. Yeah. And I used to set up all the way in the back on the other side where they would not send anybody. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, if Don't even send them my bro, way. This is like the clinical. Yeah. yeah. I'd be, it'll be like this, and then it'll be a wall, and it'll be like four or five stations, like a wash bowl and stuff, and I'll set right over there. I would set all my shit up. That shit right worked. There. And it worked, but I also told myself, like, I will not cut nobody's hair for what I don't feel like I'm worth. Like, if my haircuts are worth 10 bucks, you're paying me 10 bucks. Yeah. So I'm not going to really sit here and cut hair for free. As much as, as bad as that sounds, I just. You knew you were worth. I kind of knew my I'm worth. I ain't mad at that. You, know, you like, can't be mad at that or not respect yeah, it. Yeah. So I uh, went to barber school and everything <laughs> and uh, finished that. And I ended up making the decision to work in Southwest with my boys at the shop. And I was like, because I took a step back too. And I was like, all right. Because uh, after, like, during the barber school hours after we were done, I would still go to the shop and learn more. So, like, I swear to God, bro, it was like, Barber school, and if I was working at a restaurant at the time, so it was like barber school, restaurant, and then home. But if I didn't work the restaurant that day, it's barber school, barber shop, home. Yeah. So, so you were really, you really grinded it out. Bro, I, like, I really, like, I just, I really wanted, and I still yeah. want it as bad, I feel that. Bro, you know? When when did you know, like, what was the cut that you did where you were like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm nice with it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to be good at this. Did Unk get that one? Yeah. No, I'll be real with you, bro. Like, I really haven't reached that yet. That's for real. I swear to God, like I I'll that. I'll stand back and I'll go through like my gallery. Like yeah. I always, I'm like I'm my worst critic. Bro. I, I I understand. Like, I'll sit back and I'll be like, damn, I wish I would have done this different. Or I wish I would have done that mm-hmm. different. But then I'll sit back and I'll be like, damn, I did come this far. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's I fire. did this haircut. So it's like yeah. it's kind of both. But I haven't had that cut where I was like, damn, I've really I really made it yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe like if I make it on a GQ magazine or if I cut somebody yep. for like a video yeah. or a movie or something. Maybe then, but like, at the same time, I feel like I really haven't. I haven't really made it. But yeah. I've made it far from yeah. where I started. Yeah, absolutely. Which is a blessing. Absolutely. And then, uh, started cutting. So I looked back at the barber industry in Ann Arbor and Ipsy, and I'm like, all right, what are they missing? Yeah. Like I swear to God, I was like, what, what, what is the barber industry in my area missing? Because if you can find a solution for a problem, you're gonna make money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're gonna be. One of the answers. So I was like, one. you know what? I was like, all right, barbers really don't out here are not enhancing their haircuts. Like they're not putting the dye. Uh, their their design game is really not up there. They're not up to date with the newer style. So I was like, you know what? That's another sacrifice I got to make. So I worked at my boys shop, Los Champions. Shout out Los Champions, uh, Ronnie and AB. Uh, I worked there for like eight months, and I just took everything that I could from every. And I told them straight up, like, bro, I just want to learn. So. Just like how you guys are big in your city, mm-hmm. I want to be big in my city. Yeah, oh, for real. Yeah, yeah. So nothing but love. They showed me the game and everything, and then I came back. And then as soon as I came back, bro, it was like little by little. Because at the time when I was cutting in Los Champions, I had clientele in Ann Arbor, like my boys and stuff. So yeah. I set up a little corner in my basement. So I would have cut my boys in the basement, and 
I felt once I felt like I had a little bit of clientele, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just make the sacrifice. Not even sacrifice. I was like, I'm gonna just come back and just grow this brand out. So, ended up coming back, started cutting at a barbershop called Grand River. They they got a couple locations, but they ended up shutting the one in Ann Arbor. So I started there first, and I just little by little started building, getting my name out there. And then that same summer that I came back, I cut my first Michigan athlete. Fire. It was super dope, and then it was like it was shout out Michael Dwum for he plays for the Houston uh, Texans now, but it was uh, it was like the sacrifices that I was making finally started showing like why I was making it. Like, mm, right, for real, mm-hmm. you know, like I was I can apply the enhancement the right way. I can do this haircut the right way. Like it's different. Yeah, over here, like every barbershop that I've came to in Ann Arbor, Ipsy is like 10, 15 minute, twenty minute haircuts. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then it's is. like no matter how long your hair is. No matter how long, bro, I swear to God, like, <laughs> like I got a cut one time in when I was in fucking eighth grade, I think. I was going to eighth grade, first day of school. I said I will never walk back into this barbershop yeah. ever again. It was uh, horrible. Least, it, was, it was horrible, bro. No, you said what grade was it? This was eighth grade. See, I didn't have a choice what I did to my hair until like probably like sixth grade. Yeah. But then at sixth grade, like I knew who to go to for what I wanted. Yeah. So the you thing is like my uncle would always be like, my uncle was the one taking me to get a haircut. Okay. So, like, he knew what a good haircut and a bad haircut really looked like. Yeah. So, like, that's what I was relying on to get to give me my cuts and stuff. Right, give me right. Yeah, I was like, yo, I'm going to the barbershop with you. Yeah. But he was like, I, I don't know what happened. All I remember is I went to a barbershop in Ann Arbor, and I was like, yeah, I'm never stepping foot in this motherfucker ever again. I've, had, I've been there. And I've been there. Yeah, same. It, it's tough, but... Now, bro, like cutting hair, being a barber, and there's a difference between, and I tell this a lot, it's a difference between a barber and somebody that cuts hair. Yeah. Not for real. Totally agree. Like, for real. There's two differences, bro. Somebody that cuts hair is is not the same level as a barber. Yeah. Not for real. I totally agree. And that's where people got to separate themselves. Like, well, I look. I'll be honest, I look at some barbers and they'd be like, oh, I'm a barber. I'd be like, nah, you cut hair. You just cut cut hair. hair. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not doing anything yeah. Yeah. outside of, like, to elevate your game. You're just, you just cut hair. Yeah. You might got your license, but you just cut hair. Yeah. And I, but the license don't mean anything either. It really does not. Like. I've gotten some shitty fades from me. Bro, oh, I, I, I know people that are licensed that don't really give out fire haircuts. Yeah. And, and then, I know people that are not don't licensed. Don't got to let that and they go get yeah. sick. Yeah. And they be cutting athletes. Yeah. And I'll be like, for real, yeah. though. And then the barbers be like, oh, but he's not licensed. Yeah, but motherfucker, you are, and you're not as nice as he yeah, is. So not. it's like... 100%. Say what you want to say. Like, say whatever you want. Like, I got the license. He hey, good. He's good. Yeah. He's no, good it's, it's like we were talking about, you know, before we went live, we were, I was telling the story of how I kind of connected with you. And, yeah. you know, like, the, literally the first time I ever sat down in his chair, he... Looked at my hair for like three seconds and was like, hey, bro, who, who the fuck cut you last? He did me the same way. He did <laughs> like, me the same way as soon as like, I sat the, down. Who the fuck cut so you? So who cut your hair? I was like, yeah. well, it should be you. Yeah, yeah I, I told him I'm right like, when he came, damn, I said, bro, who cut your hair? It's that off bad. Rear. Another shot. And it's like, funny because it's like I knew it was that. But you know what I mean? Like I, I, I tend to grow my hair out to long lengths and then, you know, after six months, I'll go, whatever that was, I'll go get it cut. You know, I mean, yeah. you know this. You've known this for years with me. And whoever, you know, I, I don't remember the the person's name but it was like a, it was a 15 minute haircut yeah you know and then i came here and you were like i gotta i gotta or i guess i didn't come here technically but i came to you and i i said you said uh 
yeah, I, I got to fix this. I, I, it's going to take me a minute to fix this. And bro, and <laughs> and I, was, thing, I was at the shop for like three hours that bro, day. Bro, I swear to God. And like it was the best thing, cut I ever got in my life, by the way. I appreciate that. One thing is I'll never bash another barber. No. In yeah. the industry. And like, I just can't because at the end of the day, bro, we're both in the same industry. Yeah. I might look at things completely different. He might look at things completely different. Right. He might connect with his clientele more than I yeah. probably. Yeah. Whatever the case is, but like. I could never bash another barber and be like, "Oh, he sucks" or whatever. Because, I mean, when you not not even to be cocky, but like when you're on a different level of field, you don't really pay attention to the people below yeah. or above you. Like, you just kind of got to stay like tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you don't gotta you you try not to worry about the outside noise too much. So it, it's all love to every barber that I come Absolutely. across. You know, no, like we're in the same thing. We do the same yeah. thing. Like, well, it's different. Shit, clients. If you like it, I love it. It's yeah. different clientele too, right? It's of like course. if I'm looking for a specific haircut and I go to the wrong barber for that, it kind of falls on me. It's not necessarily on yeah. that barber. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, I got I got antsy because I didn't want to go sit and take a number and wait for a real haircut. So it's like, oh, just cut me up real fast. No, I, for real. You know, and I, I paid for that, right? It's yeah, like, and sure. I had to come to him three days later and be like, please fix me yeah, up. Yeah, he said fix this. I <laughs> fix said, I this, please. <laughs> it's been dope. It's been a dope journey, bro. A lot of sacrificing. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of sacrifice, a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah. Uh it, it was I'll tell you the most difficult thing was not really having my family support. I was yeah. just about to ask, like, when did moms and like the family start coming around and being like, Okay, I respect what you're doing. Like you 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 grind it out and they seen your hunger for it. Cause I can see they, it. They but. they seen they seen the hunger and everything, but man, it it was super difficult, like I've been cutting hair since 28, like consistently, and since 2018, for five years now. Uh, bro, I probably would say within like 2021. Word? Yeah, yeah. so it took a few years. Really? Like right after COVID. So was it her like seeing your clients? Not, not even her, just like my whole family in general. Like yeah. my uncle always believed in me because, you know, he was like, there was days where like I didn't want to cut and he'll be like, yo. Come and cut me up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'd be like, all right, fuck. He just wanted a personal barber. Yeah, so, like, he wanted a personal barber, but he was just like, (laughs) he kind of was like, you're you're not giving up on this Come on, damn it. He's like, you're not giving up on this. Yeah. That's fire. Shout out, shout out. Shout out, Unc. Uh, That was that, but, like, bro, yeah, to, like, 2021, bro. Like, it it was super difficult because I remember, like, I used to come, bro, I used to fucking be at the shop cutting all day and all night. Yeah. Like, I used to start at, like, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and my normal schedule would be, like, from that time to, like, 7 or 8. And then I'll put, I'll put like, a two-hour gap from, like, 9 to 11 p.m. To eat? To eat, to do whatever I need, maybe, like, post content, whatever. And then I would start again from, like, 11, 12 to, like, 4, 5, 6 in the morning. That's crazy. Just how, cutting hair. How do you feel about uh, barbers utilizing the social media tool? Like, you feel like social media really, like, social helped me- you? Bro, it, it's crazy. It's helped a lot. And I don't got the biggest of following base because, like, I don't know what it is, bro. Like, I'll go on this run of, like, posting consistently, and then I'll just stop. Yeah. yeah. Get burnt because out. Because yeah. I'll get a little bit burnt out, but then at a point, it, it starts to become, like, then I start catching myself just making content. I'm cutting hair just for content. Then it's, like, it takes the fun away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I have to hit that reset button. Like, I yeah. just hit this reset button uh, a few months ago. Like, I just made my first post. But a few months ago, like, I wasn't posting because it was more of working on my brand and just, like, being different. But I just didn't want to post just to post. Like, I always told myself, 
And it's crazy, bro. Like, I've had to delete posts because I just made posts just to post. And it just... You felt like you posted it I just felt like post. I just posted it just to post. And it yeah. wasn't, like, something very thoughtful. Or I like, feel you. It was fire. Yeah. I feel you. So, like, I usually look at it, like... If I, every cut that I've posted, I've enjoyed doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like every post that you'll see on my IG is a cut that I've enjoyed doing. And it was just fun. It was a great time with the client. Not even the client, like my boys that I'd be cutting or whoever. Like it was just we a good time ready. filming everything. But the moment I catch myself just making content for social media, it kind of is like takes the fun out of it sometimes. The organic nature out of yeah, it. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I but, get that. But, bro, yeah, like, no. social media helps. Like, Oh, yeah. tremendous. You know, a lot of older barbers probably be stuck in their ways and don't really utilize the social media yeah. tool and might even hinder themselves. It, it depends, bro, because, like, I've seen OGs, well, like I said, I, I've been in the game for five years and I decided to cut hair in 2016. So, like, in 2016, I started following the, the big barbers mm, and yeah. at that time to see what's going on. But, like, Bro, some of these dudes been cutting hair for 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. yeah. But they used social media like it's crazy. Like, I re- I'll be honest with you, a lot of the top barbers in our industry have been cutting hair for 15, 20 years. Oh, yeah. But that's because they knew how to develop Absolutely. with social media and all the trends. Exactly. So, like, barbers saying. around yeah. here, they kind of just, like, they're Don't stuck in their it. own way, yeah. bro. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. It, it's super difficult, bro. And I deal with it a lot. Yeah. And I hate it. Like, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I hate when barbers don't come out to shows. I hate when barbers yeah. don't just invest in themselves and just see what's really out there. Like, yeah, yeah. It's cool making money, but go back to, I don't know. I like, I started cutting hair, bro, and it was never about the money. Yeah, and it's ne- And it's still to this day, bro, I swear to God, it's never been about yeah. the money. Like, the money is a priority for me, but it's not priority one, two, or three. Yeah. Like, it's at the bottom of priorities for me in this industry. So speaking on that, like how do you, you know, we you, you hear through social media a lot of times like how outlandish some of these prices can get with, when it comes to haircuts. Yeah. How, how do you go about what you charge and what do you feel is fair and what at what point do you feel like maybe another barber or somebody else is ta- like taxing almost like you look at a, you look at that and they're like, damn, they're charging that much like that. that so like that yeah. don't even feel right. No, no, no. For me, it's like. Because I'm a barber, so I like if if a barber charges two hundred bucks, yeah. and he charges two hundred bucks, yeah, I feel so he, yeah. he might be cutting. Like I know dudes that been cutting, like I said, 15, 20 years. They charge a hundred, hundred fifty bucks a yeah. cut, but yeah, yeah. they've put in the work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they know the ins and outs on how to cut hair, how to cut your type of hair, yeah. your type of style, Absolutely. my type of style. So like everything, uh, going up with prices, I usually go up every year. I usually go up as you should. Like yeah. everywhere, anywhere you work, you want to go up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Regardless, yeah. Like, yeah, so what it is, you bro. Should. Like, if you work at Walmart, once you hit your one year mark, hey, I need my damn raise. Yeah. You For work sure. at Amazon, I need my one year raise. Yeah. Like, I, I need, need my at bonus. least evaluate me to yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I'm gonna get one. Yeah, yeah. and if you I'm know, worth it. And the thing is, like, bro, we don't get paid time off. Like, if I take a sick day, yeah, that's me losing money. I don't got PTO. I don't. Yeah. None of that bullshit. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. So it's like going up in prices. I usually, uh, I usually go up once a year, depending, because like I'm always adding to my arsenal. Yeah, like it's always, uh, it's always. I'm on classes. Like I'm going to classes. I'm traveling. So it's like I'm putting all this into giving my person in the chair a better experience. Right. You know, like if you come sit in my chair, you're gonna know the difference between my haircut and the person that cut you last's haircut. Yeah. Yeah, no, so it's fact. like I respect that. You, you go about the craft, and then it's also uh, 
Bro, just being different, like, I can really charge. I wouldn't say I can. I mean, my price is not where I want to be, but it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's the biggest thing, like, is just being patient and just, like, yeah. just time, you know. Uh, but I have to imagine it's it's to, like, a level where you, you can't take on anymore at a certain price point right like i can't keep doing these you know 30 dollars haircuts like i gotta jump it up to yeah yeah so to like, 50 and, and and once i jump it up to 50 i know i'm gonna lose some clientele but i know that i'm gonna retain some as well yeah so it's, it's always like you're cutting out yeah you know, like you might go up in 50 and i know every time i go up in prices yep. i know who i'm gonna lose yep. yeah it's so yeah. crazy yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah like i'm go. i went up to 60 and haircut and beard and i already know who i'm gonna lose yeah yeah but it's like it's cool. Like, just don't be mad. You know, like you, you always like people always say in general who it is like, oh, I want to see you succeed and da, da, da. Like, I'm going to support you. But then it's like when you start going yeah. up there, they'd be like, damn, this motherfucker kind of forgot about me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. went up in price. I really can't afford $60. It, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, yo, my man, you've been rooting me on the whole entire time to yeah. go up in prices. Yeah. But I already know, like. When I when I've went up, who I'm gonna lose, who I'm not gonna lose, and them, it's just the motherfuckers that don't want to tip for real. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's cool, and I don't expect the tip. Yeah. I was just gonna ask you, you don't expect the tip. No, 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 no. I like when I when I cut, I promise you, like if you sit in my chair, and I tell everybody that's on my list, like I don't expect the tip. Yeah, but this is where a tip for me plays a role. Uh, let's say you have a wedding coming up, right? Or you have an event coming up, and you need right. a haircut yeah. the day before or the day of or yeah. whatever. And you're a, and you're a person that doesn't tip, oh bro, I'm cracking you upside the head <laughs> on the price. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, if you need real. a last minute squeezing, it's gonna be a hundred. Yeah, 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 I feel you. But yeah. if you come every two weeks and you're tipping me twenty bucks, twenty five, fifteen, or whatever it is, or bro, even if you tell me, hey, I'm going next door, do you want something to drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I put all that into consideration. I would, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, I respect that. Bro. So it's like. Those type of people, nah, bro. Hey, I'm gonna make time for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, am I, I just your barber, or, or do we have a relationship? Yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah, like with, listen, with everyone that I cut, it's a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, I never want somebody to come sit in my chair, and I never make anybody feel sit in my chair like, oh, I'm just here to get my haircut and leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, I want to know about you. Like, you're sitting in my chair for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. I want to know what you do. I want to know where you're from. Why do you live in Michigan? Where you were getting your haircuts at? Like, yeah. I want to know every small thing about you. Like, yeah. I want to know about your mental health. I yeah. want to know everything, bro. Yeah. So it's like, that's another thing. Like, when you go up in prices, it's when you create that relationship with somebody, mm -hmm. they don't mind. You're not going to no, give a fuck, don't. bro. You're not. Because it's, like you said, it's therapy. Like, you know, you're coming here. We can talk to shit. We can talk about say. girls. We can talk about sports. Yeah. Who's on the roster. Yeah. And it's not only me. Yeah. Like, I tell, no. I tell barbers too, like, uh, it's your environment too. Yeah. Like, you'll have some people, I got some people that come in here and sometimes they just want to have a personal conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or sometimes I got people that come in and they want to have a conversation with the whole shop and yeah. not yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, facts. And it's cool because it's yeah. like, we all bounce off of each other. Like, yeah. uh, well, bro, I see the same people, whether it's in my chair, my boys' chair, yeah. every week. And yeah. at a certain point, we just all become a family. Like, hey, how's your son doing? Yeah. What is he playing? How did they do this week? Yeah. Who are they playing this week? What, like, whatever the case is. Facts. And it, it's just like a big old family. So, like, yeah. when you got family, they're going to support you. And another thing is, bro, when it comes to prices, uh, it also depends on your clientele list. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're cutting, uh, nothing against people that work at fast food places or something. But you know if you're cutting clientele like that after a certain point or even cutting high schoolers, there's going to come a point where their haircuts, they can't afford it. Yeah, no, but, if, sure. but if you're cutting somebody that has a good job, like a job of a degree mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're going up every year, 
and you go up in prices, yeah. it's not going to affect them Absolutely. because their salary is going up and they don't mind paying that extra five, 10 bucks. Yeah. No. no. Yeah, but if you're, saying. if you're cutting the people that complain about their job or that they don't have a good paying job or living paycheck yeah. to paycheck, expect to lose those. People. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And you make that mental note when, yeah, when, you know, like, when those comments are made. Yeah. yeah no, like, like I already right. know, like I told you, like I already know who I'm going to lose, but yeah, usually not even usually like my clientele, I try to focus it on, uh, like people that don't mind when the price goes up. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I think, bro, I think no. you were at thirty-five when I first got cut by you, bro. I think I was, yeah, like thirty, 30 30, maybe 35. even twenty-five or yeah, something. Was, like, I was, was gonna say crazy, it was something bro. super low. What was your, you know, what, was your like, what was your first uh, price of a haircut? Uh, like when you was in the shop and you really like locked in and you was like, all right, I'm cutting niggas now. My price is. So like when I when I first started, it wasn't my price. It was the barbershop's price. Right. So, so it was. Uh, I think it was like around. 20 bucks for a haircut and 25 for a beard. Yeah. So that that's what I started at 2025. 20, and at that time, I just, I didn't even care about the money. I just wanted to cut hair. You wanted to learn. Yeah. yeah, I, just, yeah I was like, yeah. bro, I just want to cut hair. Like yeah. the money like, cool, but like I tell you, when I was cutting from that 11 PM to five, six in the morning, mm -hmm. bro, I'll call any of my boys. Like I was giving them free haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, bro, just come. Let me practice one. Like, yeah, let me just cut you up for free. And, what I'm about to go do, go home, play on the game, or I'm about to go sleep. Like, it's cool, but I just want to sacrifice this time right yeah. now. Like, whatever. Yeah. And I was, at the time, I was, like, going out, too. So, like, going out was just a network. Like, yeah. Like, hey, I cut hair, one, two, yeah. three, going out with cars. It, it's, the listen, social media is cool, but don't believe everything you see on social media. Oh, no, yeah. that's facts. No, that applies like, to Some of these barbers, they, they might be boosting and everything, but, like, they probably can't get Six cuts a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked. Like, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't do no more than like fourteen haircuts a day. Yeah, maybe, no. like on a chill day, I'm doing eight to ten haircuts. Yeah. On a busy day, like I'll do maybe thirteen, fourteen. Just, but it all depends on my week. Like, if I had to travel, if I had to squeeze anybody in. Yeah. But like, bro, I'm not trying to. Now I'm at a point like I don't want to be in the shop all fucking day. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, I feel yeah. you. Like yeah. my Saturdays, I'm out of here by two or three. Yeah. Because you probably lock in early, though, right? It's like, I've been changing my schedule to come in a little bit early, but Saturdays, it's like, bro, I'm trying to enjoy my Saturday. Like, if I leave And you this, have to. I mean, for mental health-wise, yeah, you have like, to just, like, enjoy at, life, if too. If I leave here at 5, by the time I get home, by the time I leave, I eat, get home, shower, and change, it's, mm -hmm. like, 8 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm tired. Like, I don't want to do nothing else. Yeah, no, yeah, no, fine. No, that's real. But if I leave at, like, 3, 2 or 3, I get to be able to go a little bit, enjoy the day, yeah. enjoy the sunlight, like... yeah. I could say this is the first year in a while that I was actually able to enjoy my summer. Yeah. That's great. Good for you. That's well, I'm awesome. glad you did. Yeah, yeah that's bro. Awesome, like, man. I was yeah, like, damn, like, did. I was able to go two trips this summer yeah. uh, outside of work. Where'd trip. you go? I went up north with some people. Okay. And then I went to Costa Rica for vacation. So like, you were in Costa Rica for a minute, weren't you? Yeah, I was you? out there for like yeah. 10 days. I feel like I just kept days. seeing every day, like, yeah, posts of him. Like, this, that, this man's living. That was needed, bro. It was super Yeah, it looked, it looked super cool. That trip cool. reset. I just told them I'm about to go yeah. on a trip, bro. You yeah. just need that shit to reset and you come back. It. Yeah. You need it, bro. And you need it to reset, for sure. It's dope, but it's, I got to this point because of sacrificing. Yeah. Like, yeah. now I don't want to be in this. I don't want to be here, bro. Not, not that I don't want to be here, but, yeah. like, on the days that I don't need to be here, I'm not going to extend my time. Because no, that's facts. And where do you live right now? I live in Ann Arbor. Okay, so you're so you're... Yeah, so not, I'm you're still, not far from the crib. I'm not far yeah. from the crib, but yeah. still, bro, Saturdays, I'm out of here. Yeah, I was gonna I say, feel you, and most of your I'm family lives here. in Dearborn, correct? Uh, I so have, don't you spend a lot of time out there as I well? I spend a lot of time yeah, in Dearborn Heights. I got a lot of my 
close people out there. Yeah. Uh, I got two aunts yeah. and I got two uncles. That so have there. you ever thought about like expanding out there or no. it's just no, no, no. oversaturated or it's, just want- it's oversaturated yeah. and just a like I love the Dearborn community, sure. but you just know certain places are not for you. Of course. Yeah. You know, so and your, your clientele is in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Like I can go out there. I'll be honest with you, bro. Like. Yeah. On everything that I love, if I was to cut in Dearborn, Dearborn Heights, yeah. I promise you, my starting price would be seventy-five or a hundred, yeah. and people are gonna pay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because their money out there is different. different. It's crazy. Yes, it is. It's, it's crazy. different. Yeah, it's it crazy. Is different. But it also comes with a different level. Like those type of people, not the people that are paid, but just like a lot of people in that area. Uh, I would kind of say this: Arabs in general, most of the time, most of the time, most Arabs, mm-hmm. when you do something. And they're paying you, they feel like they own you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We get yeah. that a lot in our business. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. they demand, hey, no, I need this. Yep. And it's like, yep. where's the don't, level of respect? Don't don't talk to me like that. Yeah, you know, like, hey, my man's, I'm doing you a favor at the yeah, yeah, Like, facts. I'm putting you in my books. Yeah. You're sitting in my chair. I can really stop cutting you right now. You get what I'm saying? You not, then you're gonna be pissed because you're gonna walk out of here with yeah. a half ass haircut. And I'm gonna go get somebody else and cut him yeah, and you be know, just And I'm not tripping, but I get that question asked a lot. Like, uh, why don't you ever go out to Dearborn? And I'm just it's not it's not my scene for me. Yeah. I feel you. you know, I feel like, you. I respect that though. Yeah, and it's not that I'm comfortable where I'm at, but I just know what's for me and what's not for me. Yeah. No, I feel that. So that's that's really what it is. I feel that though. I feel that for sure. That's awesome. I feel that for sure. So you uh, you know, during your intro you said, you know, barber for some NFL players. How's how's that transition been? I mean, obviously it's for uh Pipeline from Michigan yeah, and then yeah. the pipeline into the NFL. Yeah. Um, so how's, how's that been kind of cutting guys who are, you know, high quality products of the University of Michigan and you know, all right, these guys are definitely going to go pro. You know, I'm sure you look at like yeah, it's, online and stuff and mock yeah. drafts. and You're like, ah, oh, it's my boy. He's going to go in the second round. That's yeah, fire. You know what dope. I mean? It's uh, It's been a great experience. I'm not going to lie, but it does have its uh, it does have its headaches of, of ups course. and downs like of course. Yeah. I'll have to miss a day here yeah. uh like traveling yeah. just dealing like I was telling you guys like bro traveling losing bags or yeah, bags absolutely. not getting on absolutely. arrival time yeah. so it's like it's a hassle and it's a headache but it's a blessing bro yeah absolutely yeah. like Super it's been cool. dope I love it yeah. like, and I love uh what what makes it even more dope is a lot of the guys that I cut in the NFL now like when they were here and when I first started cutting them, we're around the same age. Of course. So like we were we were both in different uh we were both doing different things in our life, but we were at the same point in our life. Like we yeah. wanted to make it to that net like their dream was to be NFL players and yeah. my dream was yeah. to cut athletes. Yeah. Professional athletes. That's awesome. So it's like we're both working damn near towards the same goal. Yeah, you're yeah. In, kind in of accomplishing way, no, your dreams right. together yeah, almost, no, it was you know. Super like, dope. Yeah. So it was like uh I got to create a brotherhood with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like I was able to create uh like my boy that plays for the uh, the Patriots, Jess yep. Uche. Yep. Bro, it was like we had literally deep convos. And yeah. it, it becomes more than uh this is just a client. Like, yeah. It becomes like it becomes damn, a friend. Bro. It becomes a brother, yeah. bro. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I don't look at I'll tell you, like, I don't look at none of my clients as clients. Like, yeah. You're you're my second family. Yeah, yeah. yeah for like, real. Bro, I see you more than I see my own family. Yeah, yeah, so like absolutely. I can't call you a client. Yeah, facts. Uh so the transition has been dope, just like seeing the guys grow as Absolutely. well, like accomplishing, taking, being able to take care of their fam and uh, yeah. creating generational yeah. wealth. And like, I got my boy Quiddy Pay plays for the Colts, mm-hmm. bro. One of the most generous people you'll ever meet in your life. Yes. Like, he did something 
he was the first player to ever fly me out to cut him up. Before. And he, this was before he became a professional athlete. Uh, it was the day before the draft. Word. Yeah, so that was like I got flown out for my first haircut. And I, how about this? That haircut, there's two people that I've always I always feel under pressure. I was just about to yeah. ask. Yeah, like, I was just about to like, ask. Did the pressure? head shake a little bit? Bro, bro, yeah. there, there's two people that like every time I cut them, like, yeah. it's pressure. Yeah, bro. you feel like somebody over your Yo, shoulder? I'm just like, this this mother, this mother, cut better come out. Fire. Perfect. Like, yeah. It has to, and it has to be consistent. How long do you take longer? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you take a little uh, bit longer. I usually cut like Quiddy at his house. Yeah. yeah or at a, at a hotel or whatever. And it's a little bit difficult because I don't got a mirror. I don't got the barber chair. I don't got my usual light yeah. set. You're so out of like, your comfort zone. I'm out of my yeah. comfort zone, and I can only rely on my phone camera and my eyes. So, like, I have to look at the haircut from three to four different angles to yeah. make sure it's good because once I take that cape off, I can't tell him, hey, come back, sit in my chair. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, to yeah. tap something, but I can't yeah. sit there for another 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, facts. But uh, he did something which was super dope, bro. Uh, my man's got drafted, and he retired his mom. Yeah, that's fire. 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 And it's like, and outside of that, that, just like how he is as a person, bro, is like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. his energy is crazy. Uh, you see the work. Like, I've been cutting him for two years now, but he has no days off. Yeah. Like, he'll take vacation during the off season, but, like, he'll be in anywhere, like, for three months just training. Yeah. That's fire. So, it's like those type of dudes, like. It's crazy, and then they also like motivate me too. Yeah, yeah. He's balling out this year too. He's balling out. He's, he's balling out this year, bro. Yeah, work their work ethic. Yeah, like, their their team is sneaky good right now. You yeah, know? they really should. should be three and zero. Oh. I mean, they they they, they yeah, came yeah, up yeah. short in game he, one, he but made the, he made the final. Yes, he did. Yes, game, he so did. I was, like, I was ruined. Yeah, yeah. I know you. Yeah, yeah. I was happy. That's fire. So so Quiddy's one of the guys who you feel under pressure when you're cutting him. Yeah, Quiddy is one of them. Who's the other one? Juwan. Juwan, oh yeah, Juwan Howard. I feel is, that. Uh, bro, yeah. He yeah. gets cut every. He week. got a serious ass face too, yeah, though. Bro. I want. <laughs> he's he's His such, face a, be he's so such serious. a great person, bro. He's super generous. Yeah. Uh, he's really like that OG for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can dope. sit right. with Juwan. Uh, and listen, the biggest thing is you develop, like I said, that brotherhood. Mm-hmm. But I've never been a fanboy. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And like it's like I've how about this? I've never asked Juwan. Or Quiddy or any of the guys that I cut for a picture. Yeah. I feel you. That's professional though. And, and it's professional. And they're gonna take you more seriously you know because it's saying? like you're not looking to like get clout off of them. You yeah. actually yeah. you actually give like, a fuck I'll about Like I'll tell them like bro, I'll be honest, uh like even if you go on my page, yeah, you don't really see me posting uh like I think I got one post of Juwan yeah. getting a haircut here, and then I got a post of cutting Quiddy like once years after. ago, right? It was yeah, it wasn't years ago, but it, I think it was like around this year. And the only reason why I took a video of Juwan's haircut was uh, there was there's a barber in Atlanta. His name is Marcus Harvey. Mm-hmm. He's like he, he's Nas's barber. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's one yeah, of the serious. top barbers yeah, yeah, in yeah. Atlanta and in the industry. Super fired, cool dude. Energy is great. And I was in uh, New York one time and I met him at a show, and I went up to him. I'm like, hey, bro, I seen you cut Juwan because like I usually cut Juwan every week. Yeah. And during the season, I will cut him like two three times a week. So I was like, yo, you cut Juwan, da da da, and as an OG, he gave me game. He was like, yeah. He's like, do you have them posted on social media? I was like, no. He was like, all right, well, that's where you're messing up at. Like, he took my social media and was like, yo, this is what you need to put in your bio. And da, da, da. He's like, you're, I was 23 at the time. He's like, you're 23. These companies are always looking for new sponsorships, especially yeah. if it's a younger person. Right. Uh, and you got the clientele. You got the trophies. You got whatever. 
And he pulled up his post, and he's like, you know, the only difference between my post and your post? He's like, what? I was like, what? He's like, I got paid for my post. Smart. Damn. So he's said, getting sponsors. He's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like the sponsor. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. there's a company that he cuts for uh, called Bevel. And the person Bevel that, actually, got, that Bevel makes clippers, right? Yeah, they yeah, make yeah, trimmers. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm pretty sure clippers too. I've never used any of their tools, but uh, the the dude that created Bevel, I'm pretty sure was like a super big Nas fan, and he was like the first barber I want on the team is the person that cuts Nas. Yeah, and that was Marcus Harvey. At oh, the that's time. awesome. At okay. the time, and still is. But he was like, because I put this in the video, this company now is going to pay me for putting their product in the video. So it was super dope. That's the electric. It was like it was a flex. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I, yeah, I, yeah that's a it super was a flex, flex, but it was like he was trying to give you some. He games was trying to give me. Yeah. He didn't mean it like he belittle me yeah. or anything. And I was yeah. just like, yeah, you are fucking right. Like I should be, I should be posting who I cut out there. But then again, it's coming. Like it's just trying to be humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at and the same genuine. Time, I yeah. feel you. I feel like you. I just want to respect their privacy. Like yeah. I don't want to always take a video of like I feel you or a picture of hey, let me get this, and it just kind of gets yeah. Not boring, but you kind of ruin that relationship. I absolutely, feel like. absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and then he might sit in the chair and be like, "Damn, I hope this nigga don't ask me for a picture. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, feeling yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. but like yeah. Jawan, bro, I tell you every single week, like pressure. Yeah, every yeah. single, That's and it's funny. it's super fun because when I'm done cutting his hair, I'd be like, "Yeah, like, yeah, I did that." Like, yeah, you know, he's super big on his uh, his hairline. Yeah, so like when I when I show him the mirror and he doesn't nitpick anything, I'd be like, "Yeah, I know, I just." I, I went crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because, bro, because you know the thing is, he used to cut hair. Oh, word. really? Yeah. Juwan used to cut hair when he was uh, with with Michigan. So I guess I think he used to cut all the guys on the team on the Fat Five. Solid. Yeah, you know what's crazy? They're he uh, was the one giving Jalen Rose that perfect. They used to line. live. <laughs> they used to live in uh, it's like this off of Eisenhower, and him, Jalen Rose, and somebody else. Yeah. And they had the apartment across the street from my great grandmother. Oh, that's hilarious. My great grandma was so cool. Like she never like called the boys yeah, on. They yeah, had parties, yeah. all type of shit. She yeah, just was always solid, yeah. but she would always tell me that shit. So like we yeah. we seen Jalen Rose at uh, a grocery store one yeah, time. Yeah. And he was like, Miss Judy, how you doing? I'm like, <laughs> that's awesome. What you know my grandma yeah. 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 But it's like, yeah, bro. So like he'll know. Like he'll yeah. know, like, hey, yeah. no, nah, you need to touch this up or you need to hit this or yeah. something. Uh and it's also but like the pressure that comes with it. It's not Obviously, it's because of him. Yeah. But his haircut has to be consistent Absolutely. every week. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't, I can't do a fucked up haircut. Yeah. Especially on these higher end athletes, yeah, and I try yeah. not to do it on even regular clients because I treat yeah. all my people like athletes and whatever yeah, celebrities. Yeah. But on them, it's different because they might catch a flick with somebody, or yeah. they might be seen in public or whatever. So it's like that pressure is on too. Yeah. And you can't give somebody a fire haircut this week and then next week be yeah. mediocre. So it's yeah. like, you got to be consistent and the pressure is always on. With yeah. Him. Do you ever yeah. do, get discouraged when he does nitpick or do you just kind of no, no. brush uh, it right I like, off? I like, him? I like yeah, yeah. nitpicking because uh, it's like, damn, I should have paid attention. Yeah. Good I'm, criticism. I'm the type of person, know? bro, where like, I have a problem. I'm super OCD. So like, yeah, yeah. I like to get shit right on yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time. Yeah. Right. So like, and then like, as it goes on, I start to know what my what my clients like, what they don't like. So, yeah. like, you know, like, I'll tell them if a client ever had to remind me of, uh, oh, hey, just get the hair off of my ear or something, when I give them the mirror, I'll just give them that reassurance, like, hey, uh, I got the hair off your ear, this mm-hmm. is the cut, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, like, little things like that, like, I'll start, like, he'll, uh, one time I cut him up, 
and I just hit him with a razor after I lined him up. And then he's like, uh, hit me again with the liners. And I was like, all right, bet I got you. So the next time he got a cut, I did that. Yeah, off the rip. Yeah. Off, off the rip because it's like, at the end of the day, bro, you're putting bread in front of me and my family. Absolutely. So it's like, I got you. I got you. You know, yeah, like if this right. is how you want your hair cut, this is how you like your hair to be yeah. cut, I'm going to do that. No, I feel yeah. you for sure. So pressure you. on those two every Absolutely. single time. And do you feel more pressure? Like you've done a lot of competitions this last couple of years. Like you've, it yeah. seems like you've really like dove into that head first. Um, do you feel pressure on that stage? Uh, the first few, I did feel a lot of pressure, yeah. but it was also like the trial and error of uh, like I used to go to these shows and the DJ would be booming. Yeah, right. The it's like a nightclub. Be booming. Yeah. And you I got my focus. AirPods in and I'm booming yeah. music in my ear yeah. and I'm just like. My adrenaline is rushing. I can't hold my clippers or my liners. I fucking had a Red Bull. Or yeah. At the time, I was drinking Red Bull and Monster before I got on stage. So it's like too yeah, much yeah. was going on. Yeah. Sensory so like, overload. Yeah. So like <laughs> yeah. after my second or third one, um, I started figuring out like, all right, let me try this different. Mm-hmm. Like the day before I compete, I don't cut hair. Yeah. Because I noticed that if I cut, if I compete on Sunday and I cut hair Saturday, I'm going to try to do a bunch of different things in my haircuts on Saturday to maybe help me on Sunday. When Sunday, I should just stick to my game plan that's gotten me this far. Yeah. Overthinking. Yeah, I'll yeah. start overthinking. Yeah. I'll start whatever. So, like, before competitions, I used to uh, – because I stopped competing now. But I'll uh, I'll spend time with my family. Like, I'll just yeah. remember my why yeah. in a way. Like, yeah. all right, you know, I don't want to see my – I don't want to come back home with nothing. I don't want to yeah. come back home empty-handed. So, I like, that. I'll try to spend time with loved ones, do dinner, just sure. laid back and then – just ease into yeah. it. Depending. Did you just say you stopped competing? Yeah, I did. Shit, you don't won how many times? Yeah, I just too. Like, it, it's not much. It's a blessing that it's seven, yeah. but uh seven, you said? Seven. Wow. And this impressive. is like a year? Like this this was all, more than one. We're talking to Tom Brady right now. This, I'm saying <laughs> seven <laughs> rings. I'm done too. <laughs> right, bro. Right. I got a super I'm retired. This right. was uh this was uh like twenty eighteen. No, no, I'm sorry, not twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen to uh to last year August. Okay. So like now it's more of like I'll compete, but there has to be a bag. Yeah, no, big facts. I feel that. I feel that. You know, like I've competed and I've walked away with just like a pair of clippers. Or, <laughs> and you like, oh, and I'm just thanks. Like, like, yeah, I was like, bro, like I'm giving this to somebody else. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah right. So I, everything that I've won, I haven't kept except yeah, the trophies, facts. you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, like, if there's no money on the table, I'm not gonna compete. And it's just leveling up next. It's just leveling up next. That's I that's thought. really why why I stopped uh, yeah. competing. Yeah. Now, now, do you have any uh, future plans to maybe host an event or like throw so an I event? Actually, yeah, yeah. I actually put my first showcasing event. I think uh, it was in uh, February. Okay. Very cool. February. Yeah. February. Yeah. yeah. February. And uh, it was dope. So I'm thinking about. Stay tuned. I got one coming up. Fair enough. I've, I've been thinking go. about there putting another one. But bro, the barber game out here is just. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not that it sucks. Like not that the barbers suck, but yeah. it's uh the, the support sucks. Yeah. yeah, they don't want to be a community. They just want to be for Bro, themselves. And yeah, and it's like listen, I'm I'm all with the alpha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the alpha mindset and yeah, da, 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 yeah. but like you gotta know when to put that shit to the side. Yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. Like if you're always alpha, 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 like you're, you're not gonna learn shit. Off, you're yeah. not gonna learn shit. You're gonna turn people off and it's like you're not going to connect with nobody. Yeah, yeah fact. So, like, you can be alpha. Like, I know, bro, we're all in here as males. We're all alpha. Yeah. Right. But, like, 
that doesn't mean I have to be in my alpha mode every single time. Yep. Just yeah. unleash. Let me learn. Yeah, facts. Because like you got to know when to do that. And I feel like a lot of barbers don't come out to these shows because they think they're too nice. And they, they think they're too they're good too for cool it. Or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, bro, you never know who you might come across that might change your life. Absolutely. For real. Absolutely. And be humble when it happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't be a, for example, like me, I travel a lot for the shows and stuff. And I don't mind giving people game. Yeah. Like I put these, I put the showcasing events and I go to showcasing events and I try to hit every single show in Michigan or event so I can put people on game. Yeah. Like, hey, that's love. Like, look at what company doesn't have an educator in our region, yeah. right? In the Midwest region. Right. See what company does, see what it does, uh, yeah. which one doesn't. How many does this company have? How many does this company not have? So it's like, I'm always trying to give game, but like, People just be hating, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a lot of hate niggas' hearts, for sure. You know, like, it, it, and it's so bad, and it's like, I just want to give back. Yeah. I just want to give to the game. I want to put the OGs on, like, you know how you said OGs don't know about social media? Some do, yeah. and it's like, I try to tell them, like, hey, bro, you're nice. Like, just yeah. get on social media. You never yeah. know. Or just go to these shows. Just go shake hands. I ain't going to lie. So, all the OG barbers that I know, like, around here... Even if they got on socials, I wouldn't even want to see that shit because they got the old Android <laughs> joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With no good camera, bro. bro. Like barbers now, they got cameras that are like three, four, five thousand, six thousand dollars. Yeah. Bro. There's uh, there's barbers, bro, that invest in like videographers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I could see that though. You know, that makes it, no, sense. there is, bro, and it's and it's so that crazy, makes sense. but it's dope. Yeah, like, it's it's so dope to see how the game has transitioned because it's not just fades and lineups anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's, bro, like, every region or every coast has its own thing. Like, if you go to Florida, it's more of, like, the hair dye and the paint mm -hmm. and the yeah. art. It's all art. Yeah. Then you go to, like, Cali is kind of the same way. Then it's, like, you go to the Midwest where kind of, like, everything. Then yeah. you go to Philly. Like, Philly's known for their little, uh, not little, but they're known for their, their C-cups, the little hook. Yeah. They're, they're known for that. Like, just the hook right yeah, here? Yeah, like, this. they don't do it like a normal hook. They kind of, yeah. like bring it at a point yeah and then they kind of like angle like if you put a philly cut in front of me i know that's a philly cut that's crazy you kicked a lot of game and i, I really want to ask like at, at one of these competitions or anywhere has anybody ever not been receptive to like when you try to like say you like hey bro like i think you dope but you could do it like this has anybody like ever not been receptive of it like the alpha male being too alpha at the moment like, or is everybody always receptive uh some are some people just think like they don't have to be. Yeah, that's why I was like, asking. Some be like, no, no, you can't tell me what to do. That's what I mean. Like, just not receptive of it. Yeah, though. you know, like, no, nah, they be. I've, bro, I've came across people like when I judge. Uh, now that I've been judging more, and it's a blessing to judge because, in my and how I look at it, it goes like competitor and then a judge. Yeah, yeah. And then because like you're judging with the same people that are educators and everything, so it's like, as a competitor before you know what these people are, how they feel. Yeah, and everything. Uh. Something they just got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll tell people when they're competing, like, "Hey, this doesn't. This needs to be blended out more." Yeah. Like your haircut is all fire, but if you hit this, you might have a higher chance of scoring. Right. And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, 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 whatever." They brush it off, and then it's like when I go grade the haircut, and I tell you, and you, yeah, yeah and I already and put you, you hip you, to you what didn't I do. What I asked you to do. You, yeah. yeah. Like I told you, hey, my man, yeah. the fade in the back yeah. has to come yeah. connect together. Yeah. I'm knocking. I'm docking you points, it. and like I'm not knocking you down. Yeah. I'm just trying to help you because Absolutely. trying to get the best out of you, bro. I used to appreciate when a judge Absolutely. would come up to me and tell me, 
hey, hit this side really? of his lineup. Or, well, you're a uh, student of the game. That's like why. Like a student of the game. Yeah. Like just you're very that. receptive, and that's yeah. why you're yeah, successful, bro. though. Yeah, and like, 100%. they'll tell me, hey, just make sure you get the hair off the ear, uh, off the ear, off the neck. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to listen to you because you're judging me on this haircut. And you're yeah. also looking at it with a different set of eyes than my own. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I can only sure. look at this haircut right here. You're looking at it from different angles. Yeah. So, like, you're seeing something different. And most of the time, the judges are fired. Yeah. At cutting. So it's like, right. Bro, of course I'm gonna take what you're telling me to do, and I'm gonna apply it, and yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, facts. Because like, even for example, even if they t- did tell me to do this, like to remove this side or whatever to clean up the fade, and I didn't clean it up as good, yeah. but they seen me put effort into it, they're yeah. probably gonna boost my ranking because up you listened. Because I listened. Yeah, yeah. facts. Absolutely. You know, but like, there's people, bro. They they think they got to figure it out, and then yeah. they get mad when they don't place. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we just, yeah. I was in Vegas, bro. I was uh, judging, and like people, people were like, "Oh yeah, but my haircut was better than this." And da da da. da. Yeah, but like, my man's shit was way more fire. <laughs> like your cut was fire, and yeah, yeah, I'm sorry you didn't get graded. I mean, yeah. you didn't place, but you got to see what did he do that you didn't do. Yeah, and niggas probably probably put him on game, and he probably and like, listen. bro, I tell every barber that goes to compete, the number one thing is dress your model how your haircut is gonna be. It's brilliant. Like if I'm doing a traditional classic haircut, like Andy, like what he has going, we yeah. call this like a traditional yeah. old school, whatever. Dress him up professional. Yeah, dress yeah. him up like as a businessman. Uh, maybe he's getting married or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. As a model, like whatever. Don't dress him up in what I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. my man, this is not what they wore. Yeah, it's not gonna stick yeah. out. Yeah. It's not gonna yeah. stick yeah. out. Yeah. So like, I seen a bro. I, I competed. I mean, uh, at the competition. We judged this super, bro. This dude did an elephant on the back of somebody's head. Word, swear to God, it was so fire, <laughs> and like Crazy. you got to see where, uh, like he didn't use any enhancements, but you can see where he set the tone. Like certain spots he faded, certain spots he didn't, and everything complemented each other. <clears throat> but the moment he took the cape off, the whole haircut didn't connect with what the person was wearing. The person had on slides. Shorts and a regular tank top. Yeah, nah, you lost. But then there was another dude that did a good design, but he had a whole theme going on. Like his theme went with the haircut. It was like a Mexican flag. Yeah. His hairstyle was colored into the Mexican flag. His style was style. His hair was styled, and it's like, yeah, you did a fire design. He did a good design, but his he put fit, it together. Yeah, he put yeah, it way he more put together. It together. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. I feel that. So it's like, yeah. You, you can't be mad at somebody that took the extra step. So I tell everybody, like, if you're going to compete, yeah. just dress your model up. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, that's so that's, that's what I try to do. That's smart. I would have never even thought about that, but that's brilliant. How you doing? Hello. Do you guys have any cameras out there? Uh, no. Why? What happened? Oh, wow. Let me, let me ask real quick. No, we did no. hear something when we started, but yeah, we, definitely heard we both looked out and we were just like, whatever. It was that like is. in this plaza? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy. It sounded like it was farther away. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought it was for sure. What up, my G? Uh, I don't know, but one of the. The police are here. Came in and asked, uh, do we have cameras outside the barbershop? Because there was a shooting, I guess, that happened. Uh, he said the only thing that the camera sees is the front door, not the parking lot. Just the front door? Yeah, like... So it's going around the parking lot? 
that goes to that. The exit sign. Oh, this right there. This one. So this camera right oh. up here. Okay, you can't see outside. No, he said he couldn't see that far. Okay. Thanks, Ed. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. Did you uh did you contact uh the plaza owner? I mean we're up and down the businesses right now looking for stuff. Okay. Okay. Oh. The shot ain't hit nobody's car. It hit the floor this floor over there. All right, man. All right, cool. No, the sheriff hilarious. just walked in. You know what I mean? As soon as he walked past, I was like, yeah. Then he walked back again. I'm like, oh, no. I seen him. Yeah, he was like, oh, trying to come out. I'm like, fuck. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's but where weird. were we at? I don't even know. Well, what is the, I mean, we can we can wrap it up. Like, what what does the next five years look like? What are the goals? You know, where uh, where would you like to see yourself five years from now? Looking back on this podcast and being like, "Damn, I really did that." So, like we we talked about it earlier. Like he asked me a question when we walked to the gas station. He's yeah. like, "Have I ever been starstruck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anything. And I told him no mm -hmm. because, uh, bro, I manifest a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I've like I knew that I was. For example, like I swear to God, I swear to God, if I'll be lying if I told you like. I didn't know that I was going to cut Juwan. Like, I knew I was going to cut Juwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. I just didn't know when. It was yeah. just more of, like, just prepare. And then once that uh, that preparation meets the opportunity, yeah, it's there. So, like, yeah. I knew, like, my next five years, I think the way that I see it is uh, my biggest – one of my biggest goals was just being an A-list celebrity barber. Okay. And uh, that really is, like, if, for example, like, Drake or – Whoever the case might be just flew in and needed a cut, yeah. they know exactly who to go to. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you guys, uh, we're in September. Yeah, so like a year ago, around this time, I went like through my darkest path in life. Yeah. Like suffering from like mental health. And that, that's super big. Like yes. yes. Mental health in men, bro. Like <laughs> for not, us, it's, it's not talked about ever. It's not ever talked about. And uh Bro, it was it was super difficult. Like I was dropping weight, uh, couldn't eat. I just went through like such such a dark period in my life, and I not that I didn't see no way out, but I just bro, like every day just was waking up. I just didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, oh, man. And it was like super difficult. And then I just like started tapping into uh, my religion, bro. I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm about to start praying. Yeah. I'm about to start going to the mosque and pray. Yeah. Uh, it helps tremendously, doesn't it? It, 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 it really helped does. a lot, bro. And like, I just like that. In that time, I, I, I think I, I know I found my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think my purpose, and I know my purpose on this earth is to. Uh, and in this life is to use my voice and the platform that I have. Absolutely. Like, I forget who I was having this conversation with the other day. And they told me, like, bro, it's so crazy how God, like, put me in this path. Bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, when I look back at it, like, I always, uh, I just wanted to cut. Not that I just wanted to cut hair, but I wanted to touch mental health. And it's like, bro, I cut hair now. Yeah. Big so piece. It's, so it's like. It's like a huge God, piece. Yeah. yeah. Bro, like, like, God put me in this path already yeah. to go down this and. He put me through what I went through in the last year of, like, not losing hope, but, like, yeah. he took something away from me that I never thought would be ever taken. Yeah. But I look back at it, and I'm just like, sometimes I'd be like, damn, I wish I still had that thing. But then I'd be like, nah, he took it away because look how many doors it's opened for yeah. me. Bro. And what it, what it has done. And it's crazy that he took me down this path because now my goal, not now my purpose is 
to use the voice that he's given me and to touch the community and to touch the the mental health and just to be there for another male person, bro. Absolutely. You know, like I try to be there and everything like growing up is, is super difficult. Like we never really knew how to deal with our emotions. Not at all. No. It's like we would go to school, we'd get in trouble. And then it's like the teachers don't give a fuck about us because where we come from. Not and facts. Believe, believe it or not, bro. Like in high school, I was like the only. Like if, if you've seen who I was hanging out with, you'll be like, what the fuck? Because look outside looking in, you would be like, that's not your type of crowd. Yeah. Like I was hanging out with everybody black. Hispanic, whatever, like majority was like everybody from the West Side. Uh, that's like, how I was gonna say. You, you know everybody's talking about. Yeah, everybody I already know. <laughs> and everybody from the West, like yeah. everybody from my like neighborhood, Trey, all them. Yeah. yeah. And then like you first go time to the I ever got side, cut, he was on. He was on Facetime with Poppy. Yeah, like you go <laughs> yeah. to the West Side, everybody from uh, South Maple, yep. Pine, Pine Lake. Lake yeah. Every, so it was like, yeah. that's all I knew. Yeah. Like I'd go to the Y. Uh, give me one second. That's the dude that owns the Pine. Do your thing. Yeah. Yo. What up, my G? Hey, uh, the sheriff is in the plaza, and they came into the shop. They said there was, like, a shooting that happened in the plaza. Okay, perfect. They just didn't know who to contact, and I was like, I can call one of the guys. So I just wanted to let you know what was going on. No problem, IG. All right. No problem. Oh. That's so crazy you said that, bro. So, yeah, like, I grew up, and... I felt like we all kind of got along the same because, like, we've been through the same trial. Not trials, but, like, nah, we've been through sure. the same struggle. Like, yeah. hey, my man's like, you didn't eat dinner yesterday? I kind of didn't eat dinner either. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, for real. You know, so I was like, I was able to relate to him. So it was, uh, I never knew, bro, I grew up, like, I always kept my emotions to myself. Yeah. Like, I bottled them in. And now as I'm getting older, it's more of, like, finding different things, bro. Like, yeah. to let it out. And I'm never afraid to speak on something that I don't like. I swear. Like, if, if I don't like something, bro, uh, I'm going to speak on it. Yeah. And if I do like something, I'm going to say I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever it is, you know, uh, I just don't shy away from my feelings no more. It's no, all about transparency, fire, bro. Dude. Me and Andy get into little talks about shit all the time because yeah. I'm very verbal about some shit. Yeah, yeah like, like like now, I like if if it affects my mental health, I really don't want to be around it. Yeah, I feel that. No, dead ass. Completely. That. Get that shit the fuck away from me. It's super big for me, bro. Uh and I hate that it's not talked about because, like I said, back to, like, we're all just super alpha. Yeah. You just got to know when to put that down. Like, my man, I, I don't, like, I don't know somebody, but we all go through some shit. Like, I can Absolutely. tell you go through some shit. I go through some shit. Absolutely. Like, I just went through some shit the other day. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, the last couple of days, I've just been like, what the fuck? What's yeah. going on? Like, yeah. let me let yeah. me recheck in. And sometimes, bro, like, there's days where, like, I'd be like, bro, I'm not tapping into my emotions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, like I had that the on. other day, and I was telling this one chick, like, because she was like, you're toxic as fuck. <laughs> and not on, no, not on no messed up shit, but yeah. I was like, I really know how to step away from my feelings. Yeah. And that's a power. That is a power. And she's like, it, it can be a bad, it can be a kryptonite every once in a while, but it is a power. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, I can step away from my feelings. Like, I can go days without thinking about my emotions. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as a man, that's not good. It's not no, good at all. It, it builds up. And but I, it's how you associate. Yeah, it's yeah. how you like, keep she's going. Like, how? Yep. She's like, how? And I'm just like, I grew up one, two, and three. Yeah. Like, my mom did a great job raising me. I grew up by my... I, my mom was the one who raised me, my grandparents, and my uncles and my aunts. Like, my pops was never in the picture and still is not in the picture. So, yeah. like, 
it's difficult because they none of them were born here. I'm first generation, so they didn't know how to deal with their emotions as kids. Yeah. Right. They don't know how to provide that for their kids because right. they're trying to Real provide talk. a life for, for their us. Kids. Yes. Yeah, you know, so it's difficult. But my mental health has been the biggest, bro. Yeah. Like it, it's so difficult, and that's why I also took a break from social media was to figure out my why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like talk. I don't know if you guys peep, but I just dropped a video the other day of like me and Quiddy having a convo. and bro like it's real conversations that i have with the people that sit in my chair like hey bro how's your day going what's going on what's new in your life how do you feel about this like for a minute bro i swear to god for a minute i thought i was the only person that was dealing with like post-nut clarity no 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 no. and it's so weird (laughs) no hell no you weren't (laughs) it's so weird to talk about bro but i was like i'd be like bro like I would deal with post nut clarity, and I said that in the whole barbershop. It's a very, very, and you're like, very real thing. Yeah, I do it. And one of my boys be smoking cigs, so he's yeah. like, I deal with it too. So he's like, I just tell the chick I'm about to go smoke a cigarette. Yeah. So I'm just like, nigga in the bathroom looking at himself, bro. Like, hey, I'm trying to let her. Like, I really but, did that. I'm an animal. <laughs> you know I mean? Bro, me and bro be having the most personal talks yeah. about shit like that all yeah, the time. Bro. That's, That's my facts, dog bro. when it comes to and shit it's, like it's that. It's like, uh, it's not talked about like that post nut clarity. Like, bro, I swear to God. I don't, I don't mess with chicks like that no more. Yeah, yeah. Like if I can't connect with you, if I can't be vulnerable with you, and if I can't like, if the only time I can be close to you and all that is when is I'm it, sleeping with you, yeah, then I shouldn't be in your life and you shouldn't be in mine. Because yeah. I feel like you should know me and be with me at my lowest, yeah. not just in bed. Yeah. But it's yeah. also like you don't know your worth too. Yeah. Like if you're just going around sleeping with chicks and yeah, all that, like. Bro, energy's a big thing. Huge. You transferring like, that shit everywhere, you're going to be fucked up. Everywhere. When you're fucking somebody, you're in that person. Absolutely. Yeah, no, so it's like whatever is. energy they have yep. is coming on you and whatever energy you Absolutely. have is coming on them. So it's yeah. like, that's a big deal for me. Yeah. Nah, for real. But every time you like, every time you sleep with somebody, you you know, you give them a piece of yourself. Yeah. You know, and that, that doesn't change. That doesn't, that doesn't go away after time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could run into a girl you slept with 10 years ago and be like, oh, there's a certain point. Part of me is still in you. You it know, is, like, it is. We, we shared that moment. It wasn't just, you know, we, we've been taught through kind of just modern society that like, yeah, sleep with whatever, do what you want to do, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you don't just, realize how precious that shit is. Yeah. You know? Bro, and I feel like as, uh, as a generation, and well, I can speak for my generation. Yeah. We've lost that shit, bro. Oh yeah. Like we've lost like, like for me, I don't, I don't even think about getting married no more. It's yeah. crazy, ain't it? Like in my culture, and it's it's super big, but like it's huge. It's so it's huge big, bro. Culture. And I'm just like, I don't even want to get married no more. Yeah. Because if I can't, if I can't find someone like how my mom is or like yeah. how my grandma is, I'm not trying to compare, but like, if I know you can't hold the house down or if you can't yeah. be how I want my kids, like, yeah. I don't want to be with you. If yep. you can't teach my kids, I don't, what's the point? Yep. Like, what, just just to go yeah. at night, end up laying in bed with you? Like, what's the point for that? Yeah. There is no point. I'm just going to resent you. You know, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, I see my mom go through the toughest things in yeah. life. Yeah. And lock in. And lock in, bro. Yep. And lock in. And, like, now it's like, chicks go through something, oh, it's bad. Yeah. Or it's now bad. a lot of these chicks just want to be... Bullshit, and they just want to be the the influence is crazy, bro. It's they crazy. want their bills paid, pay my rent, get, flued out. get flown get, out, and, get that, my and don't get me wrong, done. that shit is all fun. But like, yeah. when it's time to settle, yeah. that shit ain't fun. No, no, and then it's like in the position that I'm in right now, I'm 
pretty much in the same bag where I should be fooling. Yeah. yeah I ain't even thought about that. Yeah, yeah like, I'm It's straight. cool, but, like, why, bro? Yeah. There's no point. It's a waste of time. There's no substance behind that no, shit, bro. Nothing. It's part of maturing. And we're also not kids no more, yeah. bro. Yeah. You 18, 17, yeah, I'm gonna run around this bitch with a couple mm-hmm. magnums in, in my yeah. pocket, nigga. Facts, I, I might facts. get into some crazy shit, but yeah. when you 22, 23, 24, and you get up to where we at, 25, 26, and so on, yeah, bro. bro, you the, want a woman. You, you want, want, you want a woman, else. bro, where, like, you can depend on her. Yes. Yeah, bro. You know, like I don't. I want to be able to depend on my woman. Yeah, no, for and sure. On certain things, like I want to depend on my mo- on my woman and my wife in the future. Like if I'm going through a difficult time, hey, I know I can get a wife, best friend, yep. and friend out of you. No, yep. for real. 100%. You know, so, not for real. Like, and when you get that, you know it. And, you know and when I mean? you get like that, you, you know it. And and again, this is the time. And I was having this convo today too. Like they say, well, like when you're 18 to 28, or somewhere around that time, you come across people like that are either going to be in your life forever yep. or won't be in your life forever. You're going to go through a bunch of career changes. You're going to go through a bunch of different uh, obstacles in life. Absolutely. Just like, everything around this time is just temporary. Like, life in general is temporary. As but, fuck. Like, that time, just enjoy the temporariness of yep. shit in your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And, man. like, I say music plays a big factor, too. I was just going to ask you about that. What you listen to? What's your top five artists? Top five. Right now. Right now. Yeah. My number one. Yeah. Always is number one. Drake? No. Oh, man. I thought we had. I thought we formed an alliance here. My bad. No, nah, I'm going to th- go Nipsey Hustle. Okay. I feel you on that, though. I rock with Nipsey. Like, I'm, when you heard me, as soon as you yeah, started yeah, playing like, that. I'm going to go with Nipsey, and I'll be honest with you, like, a lot of the people that I listen to, uh, I don't listen to just anybody. Like, I mm-hmm. want to be able to li- to relate <clears throat> to you. Not relate to you, but I want to know what you've been through in life and why you're rapping the same way or why you move the same way. So it's like, like I got it tatted on me, like, you know, the TMC yeah. and everything, uh, the marathon flags. And it's just like the whole entire process of the marathon. But if you really go into his story, man, it's crazy. When you go all the way back. Like the dude used to hustle out of that plaza. Yeah. For yeah. example. Yeah. And then then bought they bought the a plaza. They bought a store in the yeah, plaza. Yeah. And then later on, you get buys killed. the plaza. Yeah. And then and then gets killed in happens, the plaza. You know, That's like, But it's like. Poetic in a weird that way. He's went through and bro, his music is yeah. like is is super deep. Like if you go into the the victory lab, yeah, all the bars go over everybody's head. I swear yeah. to God. Like I'll they go killed through Dr. It. Sebi. He was teaching wealth. Yeah, know? that's on blue laces. But like yeah. if you go a uh, victory lab, he'd be like, find your purpose or you waste an error. Yeah, and that's nice. real. Like what do you go, like if you don't know what your purpose nah, is, bro, you're real. just living day to day. Hundred percent. And then if you go like early on, because like. I was listening to Nipsey early, so like when Rose Clico came yeah, out, yeah, yeah, the, like the all, Crenshaw, yeah, everything, all that, yeah. all that. When that was hit, like he was really one of the only people in that era rapping with a purpose. Like Wiz was hard back then. Wiz yeah. was hard. So Dom got, Kennedy was hard. Bro, I got hip to uh, Nip. I got two of my boys. They put me hip to him in the neighborhood, and I was like, for because they were like, you know who this is? I was like, no, I was like, it's probably a city dude. Because at the time, like. Team Eastside, Doughboys, Cash, yeah, yeah, they were popping, fire, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, 2013 or whatever. Yeah, they were going yeah. crazy. And I was like, bro, it's a it's yeah. the city dude because we were yes. all listening to city music. So then I started listening to Nip. And at that time, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know shit about lyrics. Yeah. Because at that time, it was just like the beat. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just listening to like whatever. So I listened to him a little bit. And then I didn't really understand lyrics till uh, I understood lyrics, but I didn't understand his lyrics till he dropped uh, Mailbox Money. Yeah. So like yeah. if you ask me what project of yep. Nip is fire, yeah. I'm putting Mailbox Money number one. But. Yeah, I feel Th- like. that's like one A, and then Victory Lab is one B. Yeah, or like it'll go Victory back Lab. and forth, yeah. but like that's the one that did it for me. I think the one that really did it for me was the Marathon Continues, though. 
That's fire. Like the, the that there's just the yeah. Rose Clee and just the album runs that was on that tape. It's, I remember downloading fire, that bitch bro. on that piff and just playing it from the jump and like fire. So I got him Damn. at one. Uh I've always had Meek Mill at two. Okay. Okay. Meek is at two, but his music is uh sometimes like depends. I like I like the like the nineteen forty two flow meek. Yeah. Like yeah. I need I meek I need yeah. a Feel your lyrics, yeah. bro. Yep. Yeah, like the Tony Story me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I need, that's, I need that's to know this shit, like the betrayal yeah. or like respect the game, yeah. or whatever it is. Yep. Yeah, yep. all that. That's me. Get his best. Uh, I gotta put Cole up there too. Where? Like I don't have uh, number one. Number one is Nip, but then everybody else isn't like two, three, four. Like, Interchangeable. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Mine change anytime anybody asks. Meek Mill, yeah. uh, J Cole. I'm gonna also put uh, Drake up there. Yeah. Drake is just you, Drake. If you hate Drake. You're weird. You're just you're a weird. hater. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you're, you're weird. There's too many hits. Yeah. There's too many uh, hits over a, a 15 year there's run. There's too many hits and too much substance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Wayne is in and out for me. Yeah, me too. Depends. Yeah. Like Wayne is uh me too. in and out. Just depends. Like the years of like blunt blowing and yeah. bro. Believe me, like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But then I'll also uh I'm not gonna lie, the album that's been on repeat for me recently is that gunna album. Word. No, I went through that too. It's a good album. Bro, it's a really good too. album. I went yeah. through that too. And I don't care what they say, like if that shit ain't got rat, nothing to do with me. They, listen, that has nothing to do with me. And ever since I've listened to Gunna's music or even watched videos of him, he's never claimed to be a hood dude. Yeah, never. No, that's facts. Like, he's, like got, he's never rapped about yeah. selling drugs or his boss just was killing people. It, <laughs> it was just like, like he was just yeah. making re- like not regular music, he was just making yeah. music for people to hear he was so making like, music in a vibe like yeah, yeah. you know for so, me with gonna i started really rocking with gonna early on with like top off spinning addiction phase that was like drip season two but like when i watched the creation of the one album yeah and he had like videos of like the actual like studio and like a girl was just grabbing on him on the camera and she was going crazy and then he was like she want to shake it on camera and just turn the turbo and was like yeah hey start the beat yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just that Wired. shit was a slapper yeah. off real. Yeah. And Turbo was making the beat as he was That's, rapping yeah, that shit. His, so his album has been on repeat, uh, repeat and uh, that Metro booming. Yeah. and villains. Yeah, Man. that shit's hard. Yo, that shit's hard. I got hip to Don, uh, Don Tolliver off of that album. Look at these two. Look, yeah, you're bro, talking bro, to the right two people. Hey, 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 bro. Dog, that he, Lovesick album has bro. been all me and him have listened <laughs> to. I haven't have listened to Don, uh, uh, his uh, <laughs> album, the Don Tolliver. Yeah. But bro, I got hip to him on that album and I was like, Hold on, this shit is a vibe. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait till you see like, the album. It's pretty good, bro. They're like, oh, he's like a Travis. I've never been a Travis fan. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's people. Don't I've let never them tell a- you that. Don't let them. tell I don't you know. That. Like, I'm not a Travis fan. Uh, Vert is a little bit. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know how people listen to like Playboy Cardi and. Um, vibe. I'm with you. I'm with I don't, you. 100%. I don't know. Maybe because like like I got my boys that listen to him, and I'll just be like, bro, turn this shit. Turn it all. I will be going you. out, and they be playing. I'll be like, bro, said that's boy, said boys sitting win. right here. That's what. Yeah, but I can back my shit. No, up. no, no. I need to listen to some future if I'm going out. I need to put <laughs> on some bangers. Like, no, that's facts. Whatever, that's but, facts. But Playboy Cardi is just for like if I'm in a car, I like just like how you said detach yourself from feelings. Yeah. I make music so I can detach myself from lyrics. Yeah. And if you got if you have the right cadence yeah. on top of the right production as well as your engineer being great. Yeah. And the background vocals hit, I can listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Cardi yeah, might just fact. be sitting there like me. What? Yeah, so yeah. But it might <laughs> be hard is, the way it goes. That type no, of shit real. is dope. Yeah. But uh Damn, I'm glad you said Don Tolliver though. I'm yeah, gonna send bro, you a couple. I'm gonna send you yeah, a couple you got songs to, from I gotta get hip to him. Matter of yeah. fact, I'm gonna pull up. Let me see who else I. Uh, yeah. 
Me, me and Akime, bro. That's all we've been listening all to. Is love. Been listening to. It is a good album, love though. Scene. I'm not even a big. Dental I told bro. Fan. I, I, it's I have been listening to it for like three weeks. Me too. Me too. Who who you listening to? K Trap. I like Central C. You gotta listen to K Trap. And it's another dude. I just don't be understanding they shit, bro. Bro, so I watched. Did shit? you watch Top Boy yet? No. Nah, I, I started some of it. Watch Top Boy and you'll understand half the slang. But my man said a bar in here. He was like, uh, he said something. Bro, it was it was such a fire bar. And uh, he said, I'm, I'm about to pull the bar up. Because I told my boy this the other day. I was like, bro. I'll be like that with the UK niggas too. There's just one he song. Said, with Bay Through Thick and Thin. She already thick, so I'm halfway there. I said, yo. Damn, that's fire. I said, that's fire. I said that's hey, fire. if I get a chance, that's, that's what I'm going to do. You're going to send me that. That's, that's super what I'm going to Hey, no, nah, bro, but I was listening to uh, one of these drill, drill niggas, the UK drill niggas, bro. Yeah. And instead of, like, talking about guns and shit, because yeah. you know that that shit hot out there. Yeah, yeah. of course. He told them niggas, he said, you know, underneath my coat is warm. He said it's warm. I said, yo, that's that, that's fire. fire. They go crazy sometimes, though. Fire. They go crazy, they go crazy bro. Crazy. And like, then uh, out from the city... I listen to Baby Money. I, I love yeah, Baby Money. Baby, baby Money is solid. hard. I be like, bro. I was going through. Yeah. Shout out to Bill. Yeah, Bill put me Bill, hip to Bill's Bill's yeah, baby. Bro, money I, I don't know guy. where I heard him. And then I was like, bro, this dude is fire. That's he dropped the freestyle that uh, 0547. Yeah. It was a freestyle. And then he yeah. put it as a song. I said, yeah, dog, this yeah. bitch is fire. This song called OK on his like last album. And then that... Uh, what the fuck was that? Get in your bag on a Amiri still got the tag. I can't remember the name of that song. He's fire. And he doesn't sound like a city. He don't. Too. That's I he rock doesn't. with all the city rappers that don't sound like city. Yeah. I, I've been I've been messing a little bit That'd with uh, Skilla. Skilla, yeah, Skilla, Skilla, like Skilla. Skilla Baby's been yeah, a little bit of fire that's too. That's kind of been my guy um, as of late. But I, like city music I grew up on was really like Doughboy's Cash Out yeah. and then like Peasy when yeah. he was coming yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked Peasy more as him coming up. I did too. Instead of now. And then bro, you can't. Like Babyface Ray, you gotta put them up there. Yeah, you got to. Baby Money and Babyface Ray are my two like favorite. Like those, are my favorite city rappers too? for sure. Yeah, I feel like oh, it was off the New Money album, the Let the Beat Drop. That's when I was like, Do you like Baby Tron? Yeah. No word. You don't like no, Baby no, Tron? No. I love Baby Tron. I think he's and so it's no. Bold. Listen, I don't hate on nobody. I wish everybody their own success. Yeah, yeah. But uh, is it not for you, bro? He's from Ipsy, dog. He is from Ipsy. Yeah. I don't know, like. Hey, he's doing his thing though. I, I've yeah. been seeing. I seen KD talk about him the other day. Yeah, yeah. I said, bro, this dude is killing it. Killing yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's he's fired. Crazy. But then again, bro, it, fuck that he has to do anything with Ipsy. Uh, just my when it comes to music, sure. I feel like it also affects your mental health. Yeah. For oh, sure. without and the, a doubt. And the way you <laughs> yeah, think about yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's like that's why I kind of limit my music. Like I I don't listen to music before twelve o'clock. Interesting. I do. I do. I don't. Uh, like, it'd be R and V vibes most of the time. Nothing like you know. I, I realized it's funny you say that. Like, because I realized a few years ago, I would wake up and I'd like turn the news on. You know, yeah. And like every day, I'd be in a bad mood. I'd be in, a, and I didn't know why I'd be in a bad mood. And it's like because you're you're starting your day with bullshit. The yeah, same way yeah. of waking up and eating a donut and a, in a big ass iced coffee with a bunch of sugar in it. Like, of yeah. course you're gonna feel like shit. It's the first thing you're ingesting. Yeah. So like, oh, I, I stayed away from uh, I stay away from rap for yeah. like any type of music for. Till twelve, anything, anything, anything. Uh, unless it's like a, like a, a verse from the Quran. Yeah, I play yeah, it in the car yeah, sure. and stuff like that. But I stay away from music. I read. I usually I've been more into reading. Yeah, solid. So I've been trying to figure out different. Like if I like the audio books because I got a short attention span. I feel bro. you. Bro. Audio books will do it, bro. I want. You can pop an like, AirPod yeah. in and just do your thing. Yeah, and then, but then sometimes like when I be driving, disassociate. I just kind of like start getting my 
Like I'll just start thinking about other shit. Other shit, like, yeah. One hundred percent. Like I had, I got the fifty auto book, the Curtis Jackson one. Yeah, yeah. Like I caught myself a couple times driving, and I'd be like twenty minutes in, I'd be like, "Yo, hold on, let me replay this." <laughs> yeah, shit again. I don't know, yeah, I don't know real. what the fuck he just uh, said. Did you have you ever listened to the 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 Gucci Man audio audio I heard it was fire, bro. If you're not reading anything right now, I just pop, picked up a book. I think it's pop called that the in in the audio book, bro. That shit fire. What's it called? I, th- I picked up a book. I think it's called like the Four Agreements or something. It's like four different phases that you go through in life. Yep. But I, know, I noticed I like I really about. don't. I don't like books about finance. I don't know what it is, yeah. bro. Yeah. I don't like books about finance. Like I've tried to read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, yep. Same. Same. I just couldn't get into it. I've tried to read books of like I like a little bit of uh, getting to know yourself a little bit deeper. Yeah. But my favorite favorite books are about people's lives. The Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've I've read Calida's book. And it just makes me more of a fan, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's and, real. And it's like, listen, a peek we're behind all the humans, curtain. bro. We're yeah. all humans. And yeah. if you can relate to my struggle, absolutely, I'm going to be a fan of you. 100%. Like, why do we love athletes so much? Like, sitting here real. just getting to know you, yeah. I don't think I'll let anybody touch my hair. You get what I'm saying? Like Just off of just the vibe. Yeah, what it that. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't even seen what you do with the Clippers <laughs> on my head. Yeah. You feel me? But, but, like, we love athletes. Why? Yeah. Facts. Like, I'm a LeBron fan. Why? Because he grew up. With his mom. Talk to yeah. him. You know, he, he didn't have no pops in his mm-hmm. life. Talk mm-hmm. to him. And he's being a great father at home, whatever the case is. But everything that, all the obstacles that he's been through, we love these athletes because we can relate to them. Absolutely. Yeah, like, right. hey, if he well, made it, I can make and it. And even on a, even like with LeBron in particular, like speaking from somebody who did have a two-parent household and was, you know, relatively privileged growing up, like he's from the fucking Midwest. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's facts. he's he's an Akron boy. Like I'm gonna always root for somebody who's coming up out yeah, of. Yeah, I I don't root for people from Ohio till they get to the league. No, nah, that's facts. I, I feel that. Nobody. Like I hate. I feel that. I hate any not hate, but I dislike anybody that plays for Ohio State. I f- yeah, but you like yeah. Yeah. you're a Michigan guy. Bro, you have to. We grew up in Ann Arbor. I'll tell you, Ohio State has some of the best receivers in the NFL. Man, yeah, this is the, you're not <laughs> Ohio State. I don't fan care what here. they say. Oh, they all go to the pros. This nigga's doing the Ohio in the bag, <laughs> bro, bro. That's crazy. I just want to know how they had how they had Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jay. And couldn't beat us. That's crazy. Yeah, you had yeah, a super team. You had a super team offense. What happens with that? Bro, I'm just like, bro. Unbelievable. The boys were struggling with Notre Dame too. Imagine what's gonna happen when they play us. Man. You know, I mean, we kind of, we kind of been slow. slow We've been but, lackluster. I've been trying to tell him this. But, like, but bro, again, you can't like, say they're lackluster if no team has scored over six, seven points, bro. Yeah, yeah but they're just they a should slow be scoring start. about a hundred. But, but then again, it's like just get the win. That's exactly. No, just get the win. Whether I, you win I don't need one, to flex against like, yeah. UNLV. What do yeah, I need just, to flex with win. these bullshit ass teams to let them know? No, no not really. Oregon I have nothing to prove. I'm gonna be number two regardless. No, yeah, no you, like, you're right. You're not wrong. I just, I almost want him to just like step on somebody's throat and be like, "Hey, Dion Sanders is like." I'm not gonna lie. I did bet against him this week. I did too. Oh yeah, man, that was a smart bet. But I only bet it with Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. We said it the whole time. Shout out to Cuzzo, man. Marcus. But like week one, he came in here and he was saying Shador is better than Caleb Williams. That's and I, crazy I say, hey, talk. Marcus, we can put money on this game. Yeah, that's insane. And like I, I've listen, I've watched Shador since he was in high school. Yeah, fire. Shador's great. And bro, Dion is like such a great dude. Like I don't even know him, bro. But yeah. for yeah. everything how he stands for for the kids and just how he is as a person, yeah, is super dope. And bro, that's dude. When I see him talk, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm ready to put the pads." Hell yeah, nigga! I just posted that the other day. I was like, Yo, "Bro, was said like, give me my theme music." I said, "Bro, hand me a fucking like, helmet." I, I'm so down. Like, I got a couple years of eligibility. What I, what I don't yeah. like with with like the Dion and the Prime stuff is like you you have this coach who's got all this hype, who's got all this like 
Yeah, he's prime time. He's Hollywood, right? Yeah. He goes and he brings this light onto HBCUs. You had people tuning in, like millions of viewers watching HBCUs. He then goes to Colorado, takes a what one in eleven team, one, yeah. triples the wins in the first three weeks, and, and he then took a job that he didn't even get paid for. He, you feel me? And it's you like, know that, right? And yeah, it's facts, like, yeah, he so twenty nine million. And then people want to call him. Oh, he's a sellout. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. And it's like this is so dope that he's doing this right now. Yeah, it's dope that he went to the HBCUs. It's dope that he took his sons there. It's dope that he took his sons to Colorado. Now he's got these boys. I mean, his son made what, like five million off NIL yeah, money or something uh, like was, that. And not even all those boys to are getting go with paid what now. you were saying, bro. Not only did he go to the HBCU and play with the kids that he had, including yeah. his son. Yeah. Bro, he brought them with him to yeah. Colorado. Took the number one recruit in the country and t- took him to an HBCU. You know what I mean? And then brought with him, brought him to Colorado. Turned it's, around it's an crazy, entire bro. roster. In, he told him, he said, I'm bringing in my Louis bag. Bro. Like, and I feel him. Like, he he switches around this roster. The roster was dog shit, by the bro, way. They horrible. they were so mad at him for, like, really damn near clearing out house. I, I think, of course I think he had like to. They had kids players. on scholarship who couldn't play. Yeah, I think there's, like, a few players that are st- – I think my, one of my clients was telling me the other day, yeah. uh, the safety, I think is a white boy safety. Yeah. He's one of the only players – that had because he bought say, in, he bought in, you know, and it's bro, like that's what you had to do. A lot of these players they didn't want to hear that they were garbage, yeah, they didn't want to hear that they were undisciplined, they didn't want to hear that. Oh, yeah, we're, dog, you got to question everything, you got to question everything. Yeah, if you're 111, yeah, yeah, no, like, you're a tune up school. We come here no, to beat college, your ass, bro. We come to school, yeah, imagine, regardless of what happened with the Oregon game, I'll, I'll let you get off in a second. No, but it's like, it's like, regardless of what happened in the Oregon game. Them boys tripled their wins from last year. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they oh, they still sure. came out and yeah. won three games in a row. And they, yeah. you know, they're, it's not like they're gonna get beat. Like straight up, like this is my first year. What are the expectations? Games, you know, like what seven and five? Like that's yeah. a huge successful bro, year. Listen, they're probably like, gonna do better than that. It, like it's crazy. It's so crazy because it's their first year playing at this level yeah. of like, bro. You're playing against five star recruits. You're playing, you're playing against future NFL players. Exactly. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't see myself. Like as a person, as a as an athlete, like if y'all put y'all brains around this too, because I think about this all the time. Like imagine working your ass off yeah. your whole life, right? Yeah. All the way through high school, you're an amazing prospect, but you want to go to an up a D one upper to sit down, yeah? Or do you go to a D one that everybody just kicks their ass and you're a starter, yeah? Like that that seems like the most conflicting thing ever. I don't know it, what it I would is. do. Tom Brady talked about that in an interview he did. That Damn, seems I so conflicting. I never thought about it like, like that. Like think about it like that, bro. Like nigga, you're every day, two yeah. a days, I'm working out every day. I got a personal and trainer, I know I'm, I'm getting eating my right. Ass this year. And yeah. then I go to a D1 school where I know we are literally the one school that everybody comes to, taps that ass yep. and goes to the next. But then again, yeah. uh like if you do go to that D1 school and you do sit down, I guess that's where you take that gamble on yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. what Brady was saying. I would he gamble like, 100%. Like, he I wanted would, to go to... Because, bro, injuries happen. Oh, absolutely. Bro, bro, it's Monday Night Football, and I hate to say this, but they I, I seen a uh, stat the other day where, like, the last three or four Monday Night Footballs, every player has been injured. There's been one player that's been injured, uh, DeMar Hamlin, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb, and today's Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, two games on. Yeah, yeah like, like season-ending. And, and they're all season-ending. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So That's I'm just crazy. like, Nick Monday Chubb. night is jinx. I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I man. know you was damn near for the punch I the was, wall. Bro, I was about to buy a jersey, yeah. a Jess jersey. Do I had a gamble? fire fit. No. Okay, okay. I had okay. a fire fit. Then I was like, I'm going to buy one once they beat the Bills. Yeah. So, like, I'm not a – so I believe the hype, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. lost. I mean, he went down. I was like, yeah. 
That shit fucking dead. jersey stain. <laughs> sure, I'm not. You sound like me, right? you sound like me when Cade went down last year, bro. Oh man, that shit. That shit hurt my dope. soul, bro. It's been super dope. Uh, I just like if I can tell you guys something, bro. Just tap in more into y'all mental health. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, like, I mean that's. Yeah, that's kind of the basis of there's a lot going on right now, like, right? There's it's so like, much going on, bro. We want to have these conversations with people and let them, you know, not only talk about what they do, but also, you know, talk about where they're at mentally. How do you, yeah, you know? Nah, for real. Everybody, I'm, everybody gets to a certain place somehow, and and a lot of times it it comes with, like you said, like a ton of sacrifice, a com- a ton of, you know, a, a little bit of luck, a little bit of a, one of the know, first questions grinding, I ask. One of the first of, questions I ask Andy every week is how's your how's your mental health? Yeah. It's the first every question. Time. Usually, and like I've been yeah. transitioning more into that with like the people that I sit in my chair. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like. It's dope, bro. Yeah. I, I, even though it sucks to see what people go through, but like, yeah. just to be a source of outlet for Absolutely. somebody is super dope. For someone, to, when you know somebody actually cares, like, yeah. you know, bro, all of these niggas mean something to me because I've gone through a lot while they've been. Yeah. Well, you never, and you never and know, know what, right there, you know what advice you can offer somebody. You know, yeah. somebody be might right come there, in and be bro. like, "Hey, bro, this just happened to me. This is fucked up." And you might have just gone through that shit, you know, a year ago, and been like, yeah. "Oh, bro, and, and then, bro, like, you know, I've been sitting here listening to bro, like, no, right, like, we are the like, same person." Yeah, bro. Like, and the bro, I'm 24. Yeah, yeah, no, you got a lot to learn. Right now, I'm in a phase, bro, where like everything is changing, bro. Yeah, like my friend group is changing. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I just, bro, listen. One thing, and I was having this convo literally last week on a Monday. I was cutting one of my boys, and I was like, bro, it's so crazy how our parents used to tell us, like, oh, this person won't be in your life yeah. later yeah. on. They That's what it. I was about to tell I you. Used to argue, bro, I used to argue with my mom and be like, no, this is my brother. Like, we're going to the top together, da, da, da. And it's like, now it's like, it's cool. I want to see you eat, just not at the same table as you. Yep, 100%. Bro. Like, I got love for you, but it's like at arm's reach. Yep, 100%. I was just about to say, bro, you say you're 24, and that's really when for me, like, that whole... And I ain't saying like don't don't talk to your day ones or don't deal with your day ones, but what I will say is don't focus on the years you have with somebody. Value the time that you have with the closest yeah, ones absolutely. you got. Yeah. Cause I really learned a lot from you know where I come from. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm with 15, 20 niggas every day. Facts. I probably talk to three of them now. Yeah. And that's just what it bro, is. I, I talk to like Pop is one of them. I talk to Pop. I call all the listen, I'll text Poppy sometimes, bro. Out of nowhere, I'll be like, love you, bro. Yeah. You, bro, how you doing, bro? Yeah. It'll be like two a.m. One of the strongest the human beings walking bro, this earth. Yeah. I love that dude, yeah, and, yeah. and I promise you, dude. like I always told myself, like I told Poppy, I was like, bro, if I ever make it, and when I do make it in this life, like you're the first person I'm bringing on my shit. Yeah, no if ands or buts because like one of the realest niggas I know, bro. Yeah, like bro. I'm telling you, I just had, I just went through a group of friends where like went on vacation with and yeah. everything, and some shit happened. And as men, if you give me your word, I'm gonna hold you accountable to your word then you go like you go do some bullshit yeah yeah so it's like now it's like i'm telling you like i'm at a phase where i'm just changing everything you have people to. that i'm around and people show you who they are believe everybody's them. temporary bro i look at everything that's what i was about to say as, bro that's my just, only piece of advice because you got yeah. a gray head on your shoulders fuck them years every, every yep. everything is temporary and i've noticed one thing bro that's gotten me this far is that and i'll stand by this i don't care what anybody says your happiness yeah. comes at the cost of other people's happiness. Yeah, 100%. And it, I've dealt with that shit, like, plenty of times. Like, me being yeah. a barber came at the happiness of my mom. Yep. Me traveling came at the happiness of somebody else that wanted to spend quality time with me. So, like, yeah, I'm at a point where I don't care about anybody else's happiness. Yeah. yeah. As can't. much as that sucks to say, but, like, I always, bro, look. I got such a great heart yeah. that, like, you can do me wrong, and yeah. if I see you outside and you need help, 
I'm gonna come and help you. Yeah, 100%. absolutely, hundred percent. Like you could have disrespected my generation, like <laughs> like my family line. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if I know you need help, yeah. I'm gonna put all that shit to the side and I'm gonna be like, yeah, what can I do to help you? Yep, I agree. That's just how I am. And that also says something just about the religion, though. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of part of the the vibe that I've gotten from the Quran, just being early looking into it. It's like yeah. majority of it is be a great person. Just be a great person, and bro, like. I just I don't know I, I don't know how to be nothing else but a great person. Sometimes I I show my ass on this to the side like I'll show that. that that's human you nature. You have to that's bro, human but nature. I'm now is just like I do what I want to do. Yeah, I'm not doing what somebody else wants me to do because every time I've done that, you don't. And win. that was another reason why I went through a difficult time this past year yeah. was because I put others before me. Like yes. I'd put myself yeah. last. Like I'll go work all day. And then if somebody needs me, I go to them whatever yep, they need. Man. And then it's like when I need people, yeah, no one, I know what is there. Like I just, yep. I got my family, bro. Yep, hundred percent. Like if I can just look at my family, I tell them like, it's just my family. Yep. Like on yeah. on my wedding day and everything. And another thing is like in my culture, weddings are super big, super right. big. And I'm just like, I think for a wedding, uh, you should just have the people that love you and care for you and. Uh, that yeah, have that, seen you grow all that flashy 300 400 people bro, like, i don't need all that yeah you know like, like, but for us it's different like for example like if my mom went to somebody's wedding five ten years ago yeah because we give money in our culture on the wedding day yeah, so yeah. like later on you have to either match what the envelope was given or yeah. you put more yeah i told my mom i said hey don't even invite this person just give them the money that you gave yeah i don't even want these people at my wedding yeah because they i don't know them they yeah, haven't yeah. seen me grow they haven't seen the dark shit that I've yep. been through. So why do they have to come and celebrate on my on one of the greatest yeah. days of my life? Yeah, yeah, no. I don't need that. I, I'm big on that as well. Like, my family has a lot of, we'll say, like, just weird routes of, like, not really family members, but family members. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep, yep. But I've always been treated as such. Like, I yeah. go to my, my fake grandma people's house for Christmas. Oh, we didn't know you was coming. My nigga, I've been here since I was two years old. Yeah. yeah, facts. So I don't have a gift, and you know, you know what I'm here for. No, I just wasn't a priority gift, and you've always treated me like that. So yep, now yeah. as I'm an adult, my family gets mad at me. Yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, you're not going to see? No. Yeah, Why? No. Why would I? Yeah. They I don't, don't want to feel uncomfortable anymore. They never I don't have. feel like I don't, I don't belong. And I am grown I enough to be able to say, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then, like, bro, like you got your own kids to focus off, on, bro. you know what I mean? Like, like, sometimes I'll walk into a room, and I'll just be like, dog i don't want to be here right yeah now. yeah 100 yeah. the energy so like, energy's just, off I'll, like if it drains my energy if i go somewhere irish goodbye i'm gonna go to the bathroom yeah, like, like <laughs> not even that like if, if i go to somebody's house and i i don't want to be there yeah i'm gonna stay for like 30 minutes yep, maybe 100%. an hour but yeah i'm leaving leaving like, you better drains me, my bro. energy you can bro. make that decision within the first five minutes you too. Than not me, bro. even not like, even I first five seconds really yeah i can walk down the steps i feel the energy i ask my grandma before i even make it there who over there yep oh okay yeah. Yeah. Well, time to pick this controller up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and it, I'm not it going. All goes like, bro, like I just, I, I'm at a point where I just want to connect with people at a deeper, yeah, yeah, meaning in yeah. life. Like I want to know what you've been through. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to yeah. know what did you do when you went through this difficult yeah. time in your life. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. that's fire. Like, that's my purpose. Yeah. Then that, that's what I'm about to start pushing out. Like all my content is just. There's a lane for it, man. Yeah. Just no, nah, I can't even speak on it, but. It's just going to be super dope, and I'm super excited for it. I've been very excited for it. And, bro, like, as the great Nip says, the marathon continues. Like, that's my thing. Like, you asked me before my five years. Yep. I don't know what my five years is going to yeah, be, yeah. bro, because I don't think five years ahead of time. I, th I think five years ahead of time in certain things, but, like, in life, I yeah. just look at. Day by day type deal. Not, yeah, like, in a year. Yeah. 
I'll be, I don't even know what the fuck I want to do in a year. Yeah, I feel you. I'm but I know way, one bro. thing when it comes to this industry, one of my goals is not to cut hair every single day. Okay. Yeah. That's like that's a goal that I want where like I can come in and just cut a few clients and make what I would make cutting yeah. a whole entire day because there's so many different routes to go. Absolutely. Like social media is so crazy, bro. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. I've seen dudes cut celebrities that dumbed it down to not cutting any. Yeah. And they're just focused on making content. Like I know you guys see the Vic Blends. Yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Bro, that dude I, I follow him on everything. You, I, bro, I promise you, like, this dude can charge X amount for a haircut and people will pay. Absolutely. Like, he cuts high-end people. Yeah. And he's and I've I've watched a couple of his podcasts. Like, yeah. he's cut high-end clientele off of his list because he wants to focus on other things. Yeah. And to do something like that, bro, is like, damn. Yeah, that's and he said He said one time, like, uh, and that's, that's what really stuck to me is you never want to be a slave to the money. No. Like that's I used to come shoot. in, I used to come in on my day off. Somebody be like, "Yeah, I got a blue strip for you." I'd be like, "Hell yeah, I'll meet you here on my day yeah. off." Yeah. But then I'd be like, "Damn, you just bought my, you bought a couple hours. You of bought my, my day time, off. yeah, bucks, yeah. yeah, facts. Like that hundred ain't shit." Yeah. yeah. And I basically just told myself, "I'm a slave to this money." Yeah. Yeah. I'm only worth this. Yeah. But my mental health is is less that's, important that's than this right thing, here. Bro, just taking care of my mental health. That's what I just want. Because you'll piss away that hundred dollars on some bullshit. Yeah. Quick. In a heartbeat. Like a heart gas and a uh, couple bags of chips and something to drink. Yeah. You already have fucking 80. Yeah. Facts. But that's my in five years, bro. I just want to inspire as many people as I can. Uh, and just keep building my relationship with, yes, the, sir. with my creator and just being an inspiration to everybody, bro. Being an inspiration to the kids that come from my type of environment or from my type of setting to show them there is a way out. Absolutely. You know, like, I didn't have any growth. I didn't have uh, people that I looked up to. I just had, yeah. and as the quote, well, it's not even a quote. Just everybody says it. Like I just had people I didn't want to be like. Man, yeah, yeah. no. Like I, I didn't. That. I don't know one person that came out of Ann Arbor or Ipsy till. I mean that did something really positive. Yeah. From my from what I know, the only person I can speak on, and their flowers, and I give them their flowers, is uh, and I've seen the work she's put in is Janae. Yeah. Janae Sims, like bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to cut Janae in my in my basement. Mm-hmm. So I used to see her like when she was working at Skyline, at Forsyth, coaching, and now I see her on TikTok and doing everything. Like, yeah. that's somebody dope. WNBA All Star Game hosting and shit. Super yeah, dope, but like everybody else, bro. Like, I can't tell you who I looked up to in my growing up. Yeah, who'd you look up to growing up in the area? The wrong niggas. I'll put it to you. Like you get what that. I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I'll tell you one person. Listen, this is so crazy. Back to who? Like back when I was in high school, and we'll, we can finish this off quick, but. Uh, when I first started cutting hair, funny story, uh, I used to be in math class. And who used to sit next to me? Mook. Justin <laughs> bro. Yeah. He used to <laughs> sit next to me. And he used to, bro, if you know Mook, he's a clown. Dog. Super clown. He's, bro, he's such a clown. I knew so, Mook when he was, like, yay tall. And bro, I first met him at the Y. Five years old. I met him at the, I met everybody at the Y before yeah. I got to high school. Yeah, Like, I sure. always hanging, I was always hanging out with people two, three years older yeah. than me. Yeah, man. Yeah. I knew Wanye at the Y. Yeah, yeah. no, that's facts. Yeah, yeah. That's, then, that, like, that's a fact. I started seeing him at the games, I'm like, all right, that's bro, a the fact. Y used to be popping. No, popping. the Y used to the really y, be popping, bro. bro. Monday. To Thursday was. Yeah. Remember popping. niggas used to have to stop hooping for the men's basketball already? Bro, to punch everything. air, bro. You go upstairs, you'll walk up, you go, man, fuck this volleyball <laughs> shit. It'd be, it'd be indoor soccer. You'd be like, dog, get I the swear fuck to out God. of here. Um, I met him at the Y, and then my boys, uh, they used to come, like, 
uh, Kyrie and Trey Banks. Yeah, and all yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Every I like I know all the guys that they used to hang out. With. So when I got to high school, yeah. I was that freshman yeah. that knew all the, the older dudes and the juniors yeah. because I was hanging out with them in the neighborhood. I was yeah. the youngest dude in the neighborhood. Mm, that's facts. And uh, when I was watching these haircutting videos, I used to watch uh, 360 GC and stuff. And he'll be sitting right next to me, like, "Bro, you ain't about to cut hair." He'd be like, "You about to fuck motherfuckers up in the <laughs> shop. And I used to tell him, "I'll be like, bro, you gonna let me cut your hair?" Yeah. And I swear to God, he'll be like, "Yeah, I got you." Yeah. But like he never like not that he never did, but like it, you know sometimes when you say something you just don't follow up with it. Yeah, of course. And uh, that's really how it is. And yeah. he was just like he, he used to always make fun of me like in a in like a dope way, but yeah. it was also some bullshit. Like always. Hey, if you know him, you know he's a bullshit. Sh- bro, Mook would Facetime me at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Nothing going on, and just be like. Bitch, you ugly as hell. <laughs> Dog, what? I'll be like, what? He'll be like, I love you. I'm eight, gone. <laughs> we used to play eight ball, uh, the the mini clip game. Yeah. And I remember one time I was sp- sitting in Spanish class. He's like, damn, bro, I just lost 10K. I said, money? He's like, no, on this pool game. <laughs> I said, come on, man. I thought, I thought he was like, real money. He's like, no, That's I just saw so this pool game. I said, bro, you fucking Do you know how up. many games I've played 2K, just hand sweating, fucking actually sweating, no fan in the lake, me, yeah. him, whole game? Because if you give him, bro, if you, I, if you give bro. him a little bit of room. Oh, bro, yeah. Oh, he's running with me. Yes. And that's what oh, I love yes. about him. Like, oh, yes. When he used to be on my team, when we used to hoop, yeah. I used to always want to play with him because like. His energy, his bro. energy, his energy is dope, great, and he'd yeah. be like, he knows how to get in somebody's head. Tori was a lot like that. That too. was one of the only people that could get in my head when I was hooping. Bro, bro. Yeah. his move, him and, and Dev, but just yeah. because Dev just had a fucking clip. Bro. Yeah. So if you're yeah, playing yeah. against Dev, Mook had that when he was clip, the slow like, release. It pissed me off, yeah. bro. Mook had that when he was like a baby too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was when when me and Jude got super close, which would have been like 2005. You know, he was obviously in like third grade or whatever yeah, and he yeah. used to come up to my mom all the time and be like you know i love ali right like you you know you know i love Allie. him and uh tim slayton used to both come up and be like we gonna marry we gonna we gonna marry we gonna marry we gonna marry your daughter and my mom would just be like oh my gosh it's dope and bro those kids like everybody nothing but genuine people bro. yeah straight up it was just like the west side really we all had the same story so we all just stuck together yeah. like, i can't tell you like us. it would be like a day where Mook and them was hungry. We was all hungry. Yeah. Everybody hungry. Yeah. Well, like I used mama, to go to my the, mama cook and be like, yeah, here. here yeah, yeah, bro. That's how it is. Like my boys just like if they mom. I mean, not that my mom didn't cook, but it was just like if my mom made something, I'm gonna go feed somebody else. Yeah. yeah. It's vice versa. Yeah, like we yeah. all and like we all we somewhat all had food else, in the in the fridge, but it was just more of like. I know you probably had this last night or yeah, two days facts. in a row. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you something. Yeah, different. yeah, no, yeah. We used to go break like, bro, at McDonald's. We used to go break like five bucks between like three, four people. Yeah. No, nah, you know my my favorite memories is, bro, and it really means some dog. Like, I don't know if you hit, but you was on the West Side, so Hello Fives on like Tuesdays yeah. you used to have dollar fifty cheese bread. Damn. So like all of us would go up there and everybody would just scrounge to see us how much money we can get. So niggas would probably fuck around and get like. Six, eight bucks, bro. Yeah. We got three tables in that bitch. 20 just, niggas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bars, bro. Like, right. Four cheese. We came in here with a tag. Everybody eating. Right. Everybody yeah. eating. Bro. Yeah, and then they're like, they got used to it. So like they would throw us some pops or they would give us a pizza. Yeah. And I just wish everybody, uh, like a lot of those people that I shared that time with, I kind of yeah. had to step away from. Me too. Yep. 
bro, you just can't bring everybody along. Nope, yeah. you like, cannot. I go by I go by this and I stand by it. It's uh you can force a horse to drink. You can put water in front of a horse, you but can't you force can't it make to him drink. drink straight up. And mm-hmm. like I've presented a lot of opportunities, bro, and people just don't want to work. And nope. not even just that, it's it can also be that mainly, but Especially in that realm, like all these niggas know I got love for them. If you need me, call me. But I've always wanted I ain't to like be that. on my own journey. Like, nah, it's it's not that like if bro, if you can't be there for me through my most difficult times, then mm-hmm. you don't yeah. deserve me at my best. Yeah. And that's kinda why I separate. And that's why I was just like, Don't call me when you need me. Because now yep. I know you just need me yeah. for something. Yeah. yeah. So I just got like, it in my heart though, bro. I like, do if too. A, if a nigga need me, I'm 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 help. I I do too. Don't get me wrong, but I tell people I need to be the last person you call. I feel you. Like, go call your family. Go call yeah. your other boys that you've been kicking it with. Yeah. The chick that you're talking to. I got to know you're down bad yeah, if like, you're like you, me. I got to be the last call. Yeah. I feel that. And then yeah. I'm going to tell you, uh, yeah, just give me a couple days. Because if yeah. I tell you, give me a couple days, you're going to figure out something in a couple 100%. days. And I'm going to call you back and be like, hey, you need it? Yeah. You're going to be like, nah, I figured it out. And then I'm not going to hear from you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some people. <laughs> nah, there isn't. There's a few people that I like, uh, I'll help out. But that's because they've been there and they helped me to work yeah. like at times, you know. So, for sure, that's yeah. my thing, bro. Really, that's but yeah, man. shit, man. Damn, it was great getting this. That was, was a good ass. That was this a good my ass. first podcast, bro. bro. I was gonna really, say, you, this was you might, fire, have, you might have to be a reoccurring guest no, on the yeah, podcast. No, <laughs> super dope. But you know what's crazy? As soon as you said we was kicking at the Y, bro, that yeah. shit, like my oh, brain went yeah, to a that's so yeah, raven yeah, moment. Yeah, like, yeah, damn, for real, bro. We used to go up with a towel. We used to. I still remember the. The gymnastic yep. uh, bench. Yeah, yeah. we used yeah. to use that as the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just sit over there. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lay yeah. down, bro. It's crazy, man. I'll tell you one thing. I never used at the Y was the pool. I never used it either. I used to use the pool. I definitely I've, used to I've use never the pool. Used never the used the pool, bro. Yeah, I even used the pool. I've never used the pool. I so used I everything never... else but the pool. I even used a little like yoga like room and shit. Like, yeah, I took a yoga class at the. The pool was fire. I mean, the pool was cool. You go hoop for a little bit, then just go jump in the pool. Like, I love that shit. Because I used to get on the city bus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, so you, know you, had, you had a time, yeah. Yeah, so it was yeah. like you had the time, and bro, I'm yeah. not trying to sit on the city bus. I swear musty, to God, bro, bro, that's real. Ninety minute transfer, yeah. gonna get me through there. Yeah. See, oh, my God. mom used to just drop me off and be like, nah. "You're gonna be here for three hours. Like, I'm not coming back for three hours." So my, you just listen, get my, bored. Like my family, and even my boys back then, they'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, we'll take you there. Yeah. We just gotta figure. You just gotta figure out a way back home. So we gotta figure. That's a daunting task, man. That's a daunting task. No, we'll just go." Hustle around like, hey, let me get a dollar for the bus. We'll go no, back fair, on the bus. Yeah, yeah, I think we've but, all done that. Man, that, that city that, bus used to get niggas through, bro. Bro, that shit. I used to have to take it from Skyline. Yep, to I still. Transit, yeah. And then from the transit to the north after like football practice. And I'd be like, bro, I used to fall asleep. I used to miss like. You ever fall asleep and wake up at Ipsy on the bus? No, because my, my bus that never used happened to, go to me that. multiple times. But I'll tell bro. you, like, I'll miss the bus. <laughs> It'll go like through Airwood because there yeah. was one bus that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like bus That's number hilarious. one. So like, I used to sleep when it gets to Plymouth. The Dew Warren or whatever. Yeah, I should say it's like I used to sleep when it gets to that Kroger. Yeah, I'd be knocked out through all that, and then it'll go like down Carrot Way. Yeah, Redwood, and then yeah. it'll come back to tra- uh, the the library. Yep. Yeah, and I'll catch that. I'll be like, Yo, this is the bus that I'm getting on. Yeah, because the other one, if yeah. you miss the first stop, if you miss your stop, you're going right back to the transit. Yeah, facts. Bro, I remember, nigga, I was a, uh, I was doing a football camp. And I was fucking exhausted. Leaving Skyline, got back, but the bus from Skyline turned into the four at the time. So, nigga, I'm just sitting on the four, like, 
Sleeping. Bro, I wake up at the Ipsy Transit Ooh, like, with, uh, with done. 75 cent in my pocket. I like, done goofed. Oh, yeah, shit. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get back to the crib, bro. Uh, being, a shorty, mom, bro being a shorty and getting to the transit at night is nothing but crackheads. Yeah, yeah, and it's scary. Sure. You'd be like, don't. I hope no one talks to me. Yeah, you'd be yeah. like, bro, don't come up to me. Yeah. Don't do nothing. Because yeah, it's bro. like, you don't know what this motherfucker is going to do. Yeah, at all, don't. bro. The downtown and Arbor crackheads were like like smart, too. So like, They're super smart. Man, crazy, yeah, bro. But it's been great talking to this you. This has bro. been dope, bro. It's this was super dope. dope. You said this is your first podcast. This is my first. This is my first. You went to podcast? a media training class, bro. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But I, but then again, I also think it's uh like talking to the people that sit in my chair that kind of make it a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Like I can yeah. have, a, I can really have a conversation with anybody. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I feel like. Yeah. Whether it's about sports, whether it's about life, but that's this is my first one. I this is my second time like being interviewed and uh. But this has been dope. Hopefully, I'll see you in the chair. Yeah, yeah, I, I know I'm going to see you in like a few months. Once you want to go back to the Post Malone look. He knows me too well. Oh, my God. It's so dope. He can rock both looks. Yeah, bro. I told you like, I call yeah, him DY. That's got why I usually do like half a year with the yeah. with the short look and half a year with the long look. That's that's just kind of how I like yeah, it. Man. You know what look I haven't seen on you yet? What's the that? Mullet. The mullet? Yeah, I haven't seen nah, that's, haven't not, mullet. that's not my bag. I don't think I'd do that. I, I can see with a mullet. Oh, I, I could pull it off. Bro, I you just got don't the scruff think I, beard. You can get a yeah, mullet Yeah, I know. Off. I could get away with it. It's just, I don't look, have enough clothes for it. Well, it's like you said. It's like it, it. so much of like my style will go with my hair. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But you like, look Mexican. Yeah. With the mullet. You look like a white Mexican. You know what I mean? You look like a white Mexican, bro. Tapping with my Latinx daughter. You feel me? How's she been? She's good, man. She's out here or she's still in Minnesota? They're in Minnesota right now just to go visit, but they're coming back on Thursday. It's cold out there. She's, I've been out there once. I said I'm straight. A year and some change now, and she's talking and walking, and it's just the weirdest shit. It's got to be the it's scariest the, thing. It's bro. the crazy. That was the most fun period. Bro. I won't say that's the most fun period of having kids, but like just watching the motor skills develop. It's and like crazy. Going from this to oh, dude, I'm uh, literally <laughs> like, yeah. what the no, fuck? I was, I was on face. <laughs> I was on Facetime with them last night, and I I get on. I'm like, hi, and she just goes. And uh, yeah. we just kept going back and forth for like five minutes, and eventually Nikki was like, "Okay, this is fun." I'm like, "Hey, I'm bro, I'm scared to have kids. I don't think I don't want kids. No, don't you be. do. That no. shit's fire, know. dude. I don't, that, I don't know. What bro. I just what I just heard from you over the last two hours is like you got when, to when you find that woman. I think that, that's what it is, too. and and you'll know like because you'll trust her to be the mom that you yeah. need her to be. You know what I mean, and be the partner that you need her to be. You know that like I was lucky enough to to find that. You know what I mean, yeah. like and. To, to have somebody who you trust like to that level yeah and you you're all on the, you're on the same page about stuff and like how you're gonna raise them and, and and even then like sometimes you think that you're you know oh I'm I'm dead set on this and then she might open up a different that's fine you know like oh, well okay true. look at it like this and yeah. it's like well dang I didn't even think about that and I'm not, I gotta I mean, wait for that I'm bro. not yeah. with my kids but you like know. she's fully married but when it comes to kids? yeah I got yeah, two I got a six and a seven year old how old are you I'm I'm 26 boys or girls boy and a girl boy and a girl I think I'm gonna be a girl dad. Yeah, girl dad's fire. Bro, but, but what I'm I, saying is like feel. when girl you dad's fire. even like he said when it comes to trusting somebody as a mother, I don't give a fuck what me and her got going on. Yeah. When it comes to my kids, you good regardless. Good regardless. Yeah. yeah. Same page. Yep. Good. No matter what. It's no huge, matter man. what the fuck it's is huge. going on. It's huge. Yeah. So as long as you can have that as a solid foundation, bro, yeah. the rest will all come into yeah. hand. Play. Yeah. I just I just think like I don't know, bro. I'm I'm really not at a, cause I told you I've given my energy and everything to a lot of people. Like I'm yeah. at a point where I just want to nourish, like not nourish, but like I just want to 
and keep investing in, in yourself. See, it's, yeah, it's, it's not your time yet. So you'll know. I, I know it's not. You'll know. You'll know, like, you'll know what it is. But it's is, cool. You, know? it, it's sometimes you got a lot be, of time, bro. It'd be unplanned, bro. So, like, you, you never know. Bro, and that's the thing. Like, that's why it's so great plan. seeing bro. Like, bro, like. If I told you two years ago who my wife and who was going to be in my wedding party, it'd be a, a whole list of people that bro, I don't know. And what even I'm telling you is, I watched You know what I mean? Like, life just happened quick, bro. Bro, I watched him go from my nigga. To a co-father, bro. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's beautiful, dope, yeah. my nigga. It's beautiful. My nigga walks with a whole different charisma, dog. Yeah, like, super. You dope. have to. You got to rise. I, to that I, moment. I think, like, like we say, like we plan. Yeah, but God is the greatest. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Like we make plans and God ready. laughs. Yeah, bro, I might not be ready. No, hundred percent. You know, God puts me through something. But yeah, the hundred percent. I mean, that's what I dealt with, bro. Down, but I think it comes down to finding the one. But uh, hopefully, I'll get you guys on the new uh, content. Yes, you know, sir, absolutely. We can transition this onto the new content, whether it is whatever it is, you know. Yeah. But uh, just like I said, take care of y'all mental health. Yes, uh, sir. You as well. Always put yourselves first, bro. First and foremost. Like yeah. I know you guys got kids now. Yeah. But try to put yourselves first. And yeah. All this shit is a marathon, bro. Yeah, Big facts. All the, I look at everything. TMC as a marathon, baby, bro. So TMC, it's a marathon for life, and just gotta run it at your own pace. Just stay in your own tunnel vision. Don't worry about whatever. I got even tatted on me. Comparison is the biggest. Thief, uh, comparison yeah. is the thief of joy. That's fact. And that's one thing. Like. You just got to, when you know your time is your time, yeah. you just keep putting it in the work. Like, I know I haven't reached the, my peak yet, but yeah. I know it's coming. Absolutely, bro. Right. So just yeah. marathon continues, bro, and I can't wait to see what this does. Just please be more consistent yeah. so we can start playing this in the shop. Hell yeah. Let's get it. And uh, nothing but love. All right, brother. Big facts. Whatever y'all need, I'm Absolutely. Here. My I'm dog. To, whatever I can help with, y'all just, hey, I'm just a call away. Absolutely, brother. Big facts. Cool.